Robert Zombie for your entertainment. Hey, guys, there's like a little box in front of Robin's face. I can't see Robin. Put on your mic, Robin. She gets her mic every morning. Every morning. There we go. That was a, a late You have Your only job is to turn on your own mic. Yeah, but you were already talking. Like, they usually play a little bit of the show. So I yeah. know you're coming on. And uh, you were already on by the time I heard the music. That's right. By the way, to the technical crew, my face is the one that should have a box in front of it, not beautiful Robin. <laughs> Oh, no, there's a new thing that happens now. It must be some update which says that uh, you're being recorded. Do you want to continue? That's the thing. Right. Oh, I see. All right. Well, whatever's going on, who cares? Because we're here and we're ready to entertain. We're ready to have our little radio family together. Very exciting. A quick show note. Um, we will, uh, of course, this is the last week before our usual summer break. This is the last week of shows before our usual summer break. See you in September, Robin. Oh, my goodness. What? Yes. That's right. That's a scheduling note. I must tell you with peace and love. What? I'm, when, sure, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some conversation about that if you take phone calls. People do not like when we take time off, I know, but, uh, you know, listen, I'm not getting any younger, but uh, in order to keep the quality of the show and proper modulation, but we think we have some excellent programming available this summer that you guys will love because of our 10 billion hours of archives and the way we're cutting them up. Um, we think we've got some good programming Robin and I will regenerate. We will recharge. We already have some big uh, shows planned for you in September. But um, anyway, that is a scheduling note when we are renewed you going with Sirius. To tell us what some of these shows are. That uh, uh, let's just say what there'll be a couple of major concerts when we come back. When I say in the morning with us, and uh, a couple oh. of major guests, also. Um, um, a couple of, uh, well, you'll see. You'll have to tune in. You'll have to tune in, but let's just put it that way. <laughs> but um, How am I going to get uh, get used to days without that? Awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, part of the uh, new schedule with our contract was to take a break in the summer. And so we'll be doing that. And I will jerk off and drive Beth crazy. That will be my goal. Uh, what else did I want to tell you? Oh, yes. This is... um. Tell you some of the things that you're going to hear over the summer. I want to say that. Um, of course, uh, we're going to start the weekend with the Bowie 100, which we always do. It's all been updated. All Baba Bowie songs all the time. It's going to kick off your summer. Um, Howard 101 will play uh, close to 200 interviews, conversations. Howard 101 is the party channel where it's everything else that we do. Uh, John, Gary, and Rasan will host two shows every day. The pre-interview show, there's a summer school show. 
Um, a couple of programming notes. Friday, July 9th, Weezer, Fall Out Boy, and Green Day will uh, have given us a concert from the Whiskey in L.A. right before COVID. Postponed wow. their plan to tour. And so we have a whole bunch of things happening. You want more? Yeah, um, sure. Friday, July 16th, Danny Trejo is taking over. He's one of our favorite guests. Oh, I love Danny God. Trejo. Yes. Uh, Brandy Carlisle, Friday, July 23rd, is going to record a special concert just for us. Uh, uh, geez, um, uh, Friday, July 30th, we'll uh, debut a new show, Gay Straight, and who knows, Ronnie, Ralph, and Chris Wilding will answer sex questions. <laughs> so get those ready. It's going to be a very big show. Ice-T is going to be doing a best-of show, some of his favorite shows from the past. Wow. Cheap Trick has given us their 2018 concert from the Cavern Club in Liverpool featuring Beatles songs, and they do them so well. Um, Also, Friday, August 20th, Dana Carvey's going to take over and bring you some favorite moments from the show. Amazing. Uh, Friday, August 27th, a big special with um, Medicated Pete called The Big Dick Energy with Medicated Pete. Everyone knows about uh, Pete's uh, big penis. Massive penis. Yeah. (laughs) Friday, September 3rd, Metallica uh, will be um, featured. Their 1992 Cincinnati concert from their Black Album tour. And uh, and then, of course, on Labor Day weekend, right uh, before the end of the break, Phony Phonathon is going to happen again where uh, you okay. will vote. You will vote. We will once again select the best phony phone call. The best phony phone calls. And there it is. So That's amazing. That's chock full. Oh, and more and more. I'm only giving you some <laughs> highlights, Robin. We never. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Don't be an asshole. Though we're not here. Yeah. I'm very excited about this following uh, uh, a bit. We, we, um, I want to start the show with it. We took a drop of me pretending to be a bachelor producer and uh, called the current affairs show to expose the show's secrets. And I love this (laughs) phony phone call, uh, this radio show. We rocked a radio show with me uh, as an insider. Remember the other day, Robin, I was having yes. a conversation with you and I said, you know, what would Chris Harrison's secrets be if he wrote a book? That's right. Yes. And you were trying to posture or figure out what the back uh, stage stories could be. That's right. So here it is. Here we are calling another radio show and me posing as the producer of The Bachelor. Parents don't have the mindset because we got things, you know, 16 and pregnant. So, you know, young girls thinking they're going to get rich. Hey, I could be on TV. You know what I mean? Right. We got a caller. Okay, I'm going to pick up this caller. Hello. Hi, welcome. Hi, I heard uh, you guys were sort of talking about the perils of reality TV. Have you ever heard of The Bachelor? Yes. Yes. It, it, isn't it discontinued now? Has it gone off the air or well, they just have a new host? Well, they have a new host because of a controversy, but it's so much worse than that. My, my dad was actually a producer on The Bachelor, and he'd love to come on and, and tell you about what went on there. It's really shocking. Tony, do you have a problem with that? I don't. No, not at all. Go ahead. Okay, his name is Howard. Dad, go ahead. Hello? Hello, Hi. Howard. Yes. Welcome. I'm going to tell the truth about The Bachelor. Here it is. Give us a story. Everyone on the show is there for the wrong reasons. None of them are really looking for love. I'm telling you. Oh, wow. Wow. So what you're saying is that 
we need to kind of get away from wanting to be a superstar and not basically sell our souls to the devil, it sounds like. Yes, but I will tell you this. Many times on the show, there were a couple of ugly chicks we'd put in there just for personality. Um, I would have sex with them uh, just oh. so they wouldn't feel so bad. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. You have no idea. But that ain't a part of your job. I'm sorry. Here's another revelation. We paid for all the contestants' abortions. Whoa. What? And there were many. I don't understand. As, what do you mean? You don't know how many babies are buried in the walls of the fantasy suite. Wow. Uh, what would be the advantage of doing that? I mean, why Why would they... In the fantasy suite, we would poke holes in the uh, contestants' condoms. Wow. My God. How did they get away with that? I don't know. Tell me about that, yeah. How did they get away with that one? How, how did they get away with that? That's, that's crazy. No Jews are allowed on the set of The Bachelor. Hey. What the hell are you talking about? Do we have a no Jew policy? Hold on now. I, I didn't know that. Well, you're that's giving, you're giving us a in... lot of insight. Oh, go ahead, Tony. No, no, I'm saying that's blatant racism. That's just blatant racism. Yes. I mean, come on. Because of my religion, you telling me I can't be on your show? Are you serious? Many of us would rub the girls' toothbrushes on our balls when they what? weren't in their rooms and then what? laugh about it. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm uh, telling you, it's wild. I, I definitely think it's beyond that. Um, I want to thank you Our for calling. Our budget was so low in the beginning. We would feed the contestants feces and urine. Okay. Hey. Now that ain't cool. That, well, that you know, I think deep. at some point I do know about the industry and deep. there are some really there are some really weird well, things that go on in the industry and for young adults you guys need to be aware of those things. Yeah, I'm saying you're telling me because of my religion, my beliefs, I can't be on your show and they hide and all this. I mean, I didn't watch the bachelor, I seen excerpts, but I've never watched it. I never watched it, but I didn't know all the yeah, I don't know all the stuff that's going on. I think that's uh very uh shocking. Yes. Well, think about it. When's the last time you saw Jews on there? Well, I haven't seen any. <laughs> Have you? That is so funny. Yeah, when, isn't that great? When did that uh, person finally say, I got to hang up? You know, like, well, it was so crazy. She listened to it. She believed and listened to almost everything. I think, you know what shocked her was the toothbrush being rubbed on their balls. On the balls. Yeah. <laughs> Babies then, in and, the walls didn't bother her. No. And then the... It, Babies in the walls of the fantasy suite didn't bother her, but the uh, but then and then the feces forcing them to eat feces and urine. Uh, I think that was it. Yeah, yeah she that was had it. to bail then. Yeah, but they never say that they think it's fake, and they never say how odd that this guy's making these revelations on some show no one is listening to. Well, you see how excited they got when uh, they saw the phone light up. Nobody yeah. calls them. That's why we love these shows. They're so desperate for calls. They, they're they very hesitant to hang up on you. They're sitting there talking to each other. That's what they're doing through a microphone. And then That's... they see the phone call, the phone light up, and they're like, oh, there's somebody out there. Well, that's most of podcasting. Everyone's sitting and talking to no one. <laughs> it's incredible. You know, I, I think when they announced that Joe Rogan got a bunch of money, people just saw gold in them in their hills. And it's like crazy. Anyone who could grab a microphone or an iPhone or anything and talk into it is doing it. And now people are just talking to one another. It's oh, uh, on, you know, on these shows. And um, yeah. you know that there are more podcasters than people vaccinated in this country. 
Did Get you know out that? of here. That means oh. everybody's podcasting. There's no one who doesn't have a radio show. <laughs> radio has become completely ruined. I mean, there's no more standards. It, you know, used to be in the old day when I when I got on the radio, you know, back in 1976, I started broadcasting and, and people were like, wow, you're on the radio. Immense. I mean, now it's like you're a joke. Who doesn't? You know, every real housewife has a podcast. There oh, isn't yeah. anybody. There isn't anybody who doesn't have a radio show. You just and, and they believe that they're doing radio because they have a microphone and they're talking into it. And do you know who their guests are? The other each people other. on their reality show. It's so funny because yeah. they just talk to each other. If we were starting out in the business and you and I decided to do a podcast together, I would say my guest today is Robin, and then Robin would do one and have <laughs> me as a guest. And no this one can fire you. No one can fire you from your own podcast. It's quite right. remarkable. Uh, well, The Bachelor is even, you know, guilty of this. They're every, almost every Bachelor contestant or Bachelorette contestant has a podcast. Right. And then they talk to other Bachelors and Bachelorettes. <laughs> but the good thing about podcasts or, or, or I guess YouTube channels and all that you can get information that nobody else would want. Like I, this weekend, I watched about 50 videos on Mod Podge. You know what What's Mod that? Podge is? No. It's like a thing in journaling when you, you can glue pages together. It's like a glue, but it's not glue. It sticks things together. It can seal things, seal paper on top of paper. And I'm very fascinated by this product. Um, you can even transfer pictures with it onto surfaces like wood and things like that. So I became obsessed with Mod Podge and I realized there's about 5 million videos of rather chubby women talking about their Mod Podge uh, fascination and how to use it. Do you have to be chubby to be good at this? <laughs> I, I think it's a lot of women who love to sit around and glue shit together and they don't believe in exercise. And, and most of the times all you see is their hands. Uh-huh. But the the women uh, have these very fat hands. You uh, can right. tell. Puffy you, hands. You, but, but it, it's beyond puffy. It's like big slabs <laughs> of meat. And uh, obviously, wherever they're, they're broadcasting from, there are no manicurists within the uh, area. Oh. I've never seen dirtier fingernails, uh, long, like, like different length fingernails. Uh, it's out of control. They, <laughs> it's out of control. I mean, if I'm going to put my hands on camera, I'm going to get like, at least I'm going to clip them down with a nice nail file. Well, that's what I love about, you know, some of those home shopping channels. Then the... the Hosts, if they're going to be displaying rings, they have to have a great manicure. You know, yeah, of like course. Groom their hands if they're going to be showing them. It seems like most people, you know, I like to watch videos and learn, like with Mod Podge, and I realize most people who are into what I'm into are overweight and, um, you know, mostly sedentary. All my hobbies are sedentary. <laughs> and uh they're 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 chubby they're and chubby they're and they're and they, have, they don't really believe it doesn't in, work to sit around doing this <laughs> and they don't believe in personal cleanliness Oof. yeah total wreck you wouldn't want to meet the people who do what you do no that's why i love the internet <laughs> i meet them online i watch their videos uh yeah mod podge i'm into it well, so. that sounds like that you're getting into the crafting area. 
I, I mean, that's crafting. Making cards and uh, no. furniture? Well, I do that occasionally. I do for people. I do make cards for people sometimes. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I'm going to Mod Podge onto the card. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mod Podge works on paper, wood, fabric, glass, ceramic, terracotta, tin, and even some plastics. Um, it's non-toxic, but recommended not to be used on human skin or touch it to food. That's what so I do know about it. don't try to print something on your arm with it. Right, 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 right. It's not like silly putty. That was the best. But, um, yeah, I use it. But I, but what I was looking for, I couldn't find out, so I was very frustrated. There were 10 million people who sit in their house in Mod Podge, but what I want to know about it, I can't find out. What do you want to know? I want to know how to, uh, you know what, you don't want to know. You don't want to go down this rabbit hole with me, trust me. <laughs> but I spent hours on Mod Podge. And... Uh, I know. I, I still don't know much. I still How don't know that much. Hear about this? What what brought you to Mod Podge? I um, when I before I started painting, like se- I started painting seven years ago. But before I did that, I tried to take the easy way out and not paint, but like rip shit out of magazines and and like paint collage around it. Collage and all the that. Collage. <laughs> collage is for people who have no talent in art. You know I, I, mean? I love collage because I yeah. can't draw or do anything. Yeah. And sometimes I like to collage because it's easy. I feel like a collage genius. is my go-to. <laughs> yeah, I watch these women on these uh, these channels collaging, and I'm like, oh look, I have a lot of um, papers I rip up. They rip up pieces of paper from magazines and from wallpaper yes. wherever they are. It's like they look like they're collecting garbage. They must go through garbage and and then they glue it into a into a journal. And some of them are very creative. Yeah, but. You know, so but they what? couldn't draw what they've just pasted That's together. Right. right. They can't draw. <laughs> they rip things out of magazines and glue them into. So I was trying to figure out the best way to glue stuff into my journal. And uh, that's when I started messing around with Mod Podge. I see. But I can't really get much information on it. Because don't forget, I'm into journaling now. I have pens and books and all kinds of shit. Yeah, you hadn't mentioned that in a few weeks. And I said, has he lost his fascination with his fountain pens? No, no, no. I'm knee deep in it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? Well, this is what you're going to be doing this summer. So you're going to devote yourself to this in the summertime. I'm going to waste a lot of time during the (laughs) summer. I really am. I just finished a painting, though. I mean, I've been productive with my artwork. Yeah, I think it's good. I would text it to you, but you don't seem to be able to get my texts. I get your texts. Here, I'm going to text you my latest painting and tell me okay. what you think of it. Now, I'm not okay. done with it completely, but it's 99% done. So I'll unveil it to you, and I think you will like it. And you can tell the audience about it. If, um, let's see. What's your name again, please? <laughs> Robin. Robin. Ophelia Quivers. Here you go. There. Take a look at that. Maybe you'll like it. Let's see. I think it's pretty fucking good, actually. I'm actually pleased with this one. Maybe I should put it up on... What do you think? Very nice. Wait a minute. Uh, You like that? Ooh, yes. This is moody. I love a moody 
uh, seascape. It's beautiful. You think the audience would like to see this? Yes. They won't even believe this is done by you. Yeah, well. Mod Podge, I could believe. Mod Podge is easy. This is amazing. This was a very difficult painting to do. I, I took me months, actually, because I... This is I, so I, incredible. I love this. Hey, uh, Jason, how do I put my picture up for my audience to see? If you email it to me, I'll make sure it gets up on the web. But how long is it going to take? I want instant... What Don't you have, like, a social media? Don't you have Instagram or something? Well, no, now I have a social... <laughs> we have a social media team, so I'm going to get it to the team, and they're going to get it up there. A team? Yeah, team. Why, why do we have a team? You mean you have to get our – if I send you a picture, you can't instantly put it up on Instagram? I don't think so. No, not right. Not unless it's a naked girl. So that I, can get up right away. Yeah, naked women. What if I send it to Ronnie and he get? what if I put it on my – I have Twitter. Would Twitter do it? Oh, you put it on Twitter, Twitter will do it, then our account can retweet it instantly? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, so wait a second. In fact, that would be the preferred way to do it because your account is much bigger. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I never tweet anything, but I would tweet this. I got to um, edit this so that it's the proper. Um, I got to um, edit this so that it's the proper. Um, what do you think, Robin? Should I put it up? Uh, it's beautiful. Yes, you should put it up and everyone should look at this. This All right, is I'm gonna, masterful. I'm going to tweet. But how do I fucking do that? <laughs> how do I do that? Do you have the the app on oh, your phone? Let's see. Here, Instagram I have. Twitter. Twitter. All right, if you follow me on Twitter, take a look at this. Um All right, what should I what should I put in the caption? Here's my painting. Here's my latest painting. Yeah, a little something I've been working on. A little something I, I threw together. Yes, yes. Took me two minutes. <laughs> I just dashed this off. All right, here's my latest painting. That's all I'm going to write. All right, here I go. I'm going to tweet. I always get nervous when I tweet. I feel like accidentally I'm going to send out a picture of my dick. And I don't even have any pictures of <laughs> you, my dick. You don't have those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going to tweet right now. Everybody get ready. Keep your fingers crossed. I'm ready to be. I am. Is it? Let's, you did it? I don't know. I'll go. Let me take a look at Twitter. <laughs> it, it went through Howard. And it did? Uh, Wow, wow. Here's my latest. That's like in quarantine. I sent it to Rob Zombie. He like Rob's a painter. He he yeah. really liked this. So it gave me confidence to show it to you. It's well, a little I'll scene. Show you, I have seen such incredible progress. Especially I would say in the last year. Somebody wanted to buy this from me. I and, would uh, doubt it. That is beautiful and certainly worthy. Well, I... Maybe you need to have a gallery showing. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. And by the way, my audience is so... Since the reason I don't ever show my paintings is because Twitter people are so sweet. And their feedback just kills me with kindness. <laughs> you guys are such fuckheads. My fans are the worst. I can't imagine... You know why I don't listen to fans and read comments? I'll tell you why. And I once read this in a book. In fact, it was I think it was Woody Allen. He's smart not to read his comments. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, in other words, I was on Daily Mail looking at, there was a picture of Irina Shayk, who is a supermodel. 
and she's topless in a yellow thong with high heels. And I looked at this picture and I went, whoa, you can't be more perfect looking than this person. This is the best looking person, aside from my own wife and I'm Robin, of course. But, <laughs> but, but this person is aesthetically. Then I scrolled down to the comments. She's got no ass. What a fucking, you know, uh, oh God, she's gross. Ugh. P.U. One after one horrible comment. I went, now I know people are full of shit. Don't listen to what anyone has to say. Ever. People are mean. Why? But they're crazy. But it's so mean because they're hoping she reads it. They don't mean it. They just want to affect her. And the only idea they have is to affect her in a negative way. But I would love to see, they should make it mandatory that you could see a picture of the people writing the comment because. Oh, uh, they would never, they would never show their faces. It's their anonymity that gives them this power. I'll never forget, Howard, I was watching, I was in a car going somewhere in Manhattan one day. This was years ago. And this beautiful woman is walking down the street and she passes a construction site. And there's a like a, a hot dog stand there, one of those carts. And she stops to get something off the cart. And the construction guys all stop working and start looking at her because she's so beautiful. And she smiled at one of them. And then they started making all kinds of nasty comments to her. Like, mm. you know, hey, you want to suck my dick? I was like, the woman was being <laughs> nice. Yeah. What's wrong with you? And she was devastated when they said these things. People are angry about everything. I remember when I when I first met my wife, uh, maybe we were a year into dating or something. And she was uh, still, I don't know what she was doing, maybe walking to a job or something. She would walk the streets of Manhattan all the time. She liked it. And she was walking along. And dressed up for work. She was, she booked a job and, uh, a guy sees her on the street and, uh, he says to her, Hey, I want to take your picture. And you know, she wasn't, uh, famous or anything. He, he was attracted to her. He wanted to take mm. her picture. And she goes, No, no, no. I, you know, she was stopping some, some guy, some random guy wanted to take She's her picture. She's on her way somewhere. She's not just, she walking. goes, No. He walks over and he knocks her down, knocks her down onto the ground and, um, and then people just kept walking, walking right around her. Didn't help her up. They, they didn't do anything. They didn't do a fucking thing. And this is what I mean. It, it, it's like there's such people are such fucking vomits. And, and how, and, how it, are we even surviving with this kind of vitriol? Of course, I got to tell you, our veins. My, you know, I was telling the group uh, earlier this morning when we were discussing what we were going to do today on the show. And I said, you know, if I was a single man, I would never leave my house. I would never again be seen in public. I would never again. I would just live my life in my house and spend the rest of my days in my home, painting, doing whatever. Uh, whatever it is I do. Watch Why a movie. I, I do not feel comfortable going outside. I don't like people. I don't like, I don't need to see people. I don't care. I find 
It, but the, don't the you me- like the outside? I mean, all of your paintings. Oh, are I would on go. The outside. Yes. Oh, that I would do. That I would walk around, but I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't socialize. I would just stay in my house. And and yes, get outside for air. I would walk yeah. for an hour, hour and a half a day. That would be my life, and I would be happy. I have no desire to see the Eiffel Tower, to go to Italy, to go see Israel, to go see. I don't want to see any of this. I I want to see what I want to see in my house or on TV, and I would be happy. That's it. But you're not going to do that because you're not single. My wife wants to. I said to my wife, (laughs) wouldn't you be happy if the two of us just stayed in the house away from society, away from. She goes, no, I I miss socializing. I miss seeing people. I I said, really? So I guess that means we're going to have to do this. (laughs) She said, yes. In order for me to be happy. Go out. Yes. Yeah. Did you go to another dinner? I know that was on the agenda. No, Last no, we went, we went to one dinner so far at uh, a cu- another couple's house. That's it. And I, and I saw my daughter and her boyfriend. Right. That but was you it. had been invited again to, uh, go out. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. We were invited. And I, I said to my wife, I'm I, that I'm not doing, I, I can't keep, I can't keep going uh, on, a, on a weekly basis. You got to give me time to recoup. <laughs> Well, you're one of the people they talk about, like something happened in the pandemic and now you can't relaunch. I can't relaunch. I've been reading about that myself. I'm one of those people. (laughs) I want to continue wearing a mask. I look better in a mask. I like the idea of not not only not getting COVID, but I don't want to get the flu. I don't want to breathe in what you're breathing out. Um, you know, you remember that song, breathe in so I can breathe out so I can breathe you in. Fuck that. Right. I don't want to breathe you in. <laughs> I don't. By the way, uh, on another talk about breathing somebody in, um, I wrote a song about my wife and, uh, this, what we call bang a clock. It's a polite way of saying fucking. Uh, and, uh, I'm going to be working on that today. I'm going to be deep in the studio today working. On You've my, written uh, the song. Yes. You've yes, got the Jason. music and the words. Music and the words. All right. Jason has feedback on my painting. All right. Well, if it's negative, I don't want to hear it because, quite frankly, you Jason. You shouldn't even pay attention if it is negative because that would be ridiculous. I don't want anybody ruining. I don't want anybody ruining my painting. I paint for a hobby. Why I, does their, their opinion matter? You don't even know who these people are. Well. Yes, Jason. Look at Jason, how thin he is. He has lost over 65 pounds, this guy. Wow. <laughs> look at you. You look like a human being look again. Look at you. You have a normal-sized face. You used to have farm animal tits. Look at you. Now you look great. <laughs> he has a neck, Howard. I, how do you feel? Do you feel like a human being again? No, I, I feel, I really feel great. Like I do, I, first of all, what's crazy is that I've lost 65 pounds and I'm, I'm looking at the mirror and I still see a big fat guy because I still have a big belly. Like it is not like right. I'm skinny by any stretch of the imagination, but, right. um, but yeah, no, being able to go into a, uh, well, not that I'm going into a store, but being able to buy regular clothes and not have right. to go to a special store or buy special things. You're already or, or, there. You're not at the special I mean, store anymore. You've graduated. I'm at, I'm at the very top end of the regular store. (laughs) (laughs) 
I still have to go find a special section at the regular store, but at least I'm in the regular store. Uh, no, it really feels great. I have a ton more energy. Um, I was running around with my dog all day yesterday, and um, you know, it was. Do great. you realize you were carrying? It's like walking around with a 65 pound weight on your back when you were, uh, and and now it's off your back. I mean, just uh, in terms of your heart, your lungs. I mean, you must feel like um, you must actually feel like there's a big, heavy brick off your back. He might feel like he's floating because yeah. he doesn't have that weight to carry around anymore. I've noticed that in bed because I, I had gotten to the point where I was like sinking into the bed. You know, I have a big bed and right. there's only so much it can do. And I was actually like rolling around the top of it last night going, Where, where's all the sink? Like there wasn't that oh. much sink. It was it was like mm. I was floating. It was very uh, it was very cool. Well, uh, congratulations, yes, thank man. You. You're very, you look, very nice about it. I appreciate it. You look awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, and your painting is awesome, and I would say the overwhelming majority of the feedback is positive. Um, yes, from Amelia, this is awesome. So crisp and clear. Looks like a photo. What an amazing job. Uh, David, awesome. Please share more. Of course, Marianne from Brooklyn. Oh, my God. This is incredible, incredible as usual. All I need are exclamation points. Um, yeah, and it just goes on and on. Uh, good, good, good. All right. Then I, yeah. I'm glad I uh Don't I look later it. because then the naysayers will. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, you know, right. Someone will have backlash. to backlash. You're having too, too good a time. But not well, it, it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just uh, people can ruin anything, you know. <laughs> just be happy. It looks good, and that's the end of it. And you, Jason Ratajowski, you look like uh -huh. a supermodel. What can I tell you? Thank you. There he is. Um, let's go to, well, there's my girl, Marianne from Brooklyn. Look at this. Oh my God, Howard, what a morning. First, I want to say congratulations, Jason. And then I want to say, Howard, your painting is like in the museum. It's amazing. And I have a Thank painting you. question. But what's more important today, Howard, is that nobody's going to believe this. But I am happy you're finally taking the summer off. You deserve a hiatus like every other show, Howard. All right, it's thank about you. time. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Howard. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Marianne. You're lovely. Howard, really Howard, I want to ask you a painting question. Mm -hmm. I was yes. in an art gallery a few months ago when I saw a painting for $110,000 that had Snoopy in it. Right? You know I love Snoopy. And yeah. it just was like sort of a copy. Do you believe that that's a true value of a painting, that somebody should paint Snoopy and write, I love New York? I loved it, Howard. It was such a beautiful painting. It had a lot of texture of the acrylic paints, like very bright and colorful and like thick. What do you think? I don't know. I'm not looking at the painting. I don't put down any painting. Painting is hard, but uh, $110,000 for a picture of Snoopy, uh, I don't know. Some of the, Some art I don't get. Holy mackerel. Yeah, I was there, there, what you thought there of is, that. There are so many great artists. I, um, my friend Rick turned me on to this on Instagram. There was a woman. Um, she was 65 years old. She paints pictures. She pa does paintings of people in museums looking at famous paintings. And it was oh, so wow. great. And we were reading about her because she just died. She died suddenly. I don't know how this woman died. I didn't know her, but her work was unbelievable. And it drives me crazy that somebody that talented is now gone. And uh, all that talent, what, where does it go, Robin? Where does it go? It's it, still here. You can still see her paintings. And oh. people will learn from that and grow and make even greater art. 
Right, and wasn't right. that a good idea that she was painting people that were looking at people? It's see, that's brilliant. part of it. Too. I hear you. you want to see this woman's art? I'll give you uh, her yes. name. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you her name, and you should go on Instagram and look at it. And we honor her. I didn't know the woman. No idea um, who, you know, I wish I had known her, to be honest with you. Let me see. Oh, here it is. Karen... Jurick, J-U-R-I-C-K. I'm a full-time artist and appreciate you spreading the word. Her account is still up. Um, and she was living, I don't know, somewhere like in the Midwest or something. And she would do these paintings. And they're small paintings and brilliant, brilliant work. And, of course, she's now dead. And I read this stuff. I go crazy. It's like somebody that talented. Uh, somebody so, and it drives me nuts that they're gone. But Howard, and, all the great painters that you look at now, aren't most of them dead? But here's the problem with painting, Robin, if I may. Then you read, I, I can't even believe this is real. Somebody the other day uh, said that at an auction, they bought an invisible sculpture for $18,000. And what? this is my... 18,000, invisible, in other words, like invisible. a... Invisible? Yeah, like a Yoko Ono thing where you climb up the ladder and then you do an imaginary, you bang in an imaginary... How do you buy that? <laughs> I have one here for $10,000. <laughs> oh, my uh, God, Howard, she painted the people looking at the pictures? Wow! It yes. looks so real, it's like a photograph. Yes, beautiful, beautiful work. So there you go. I mean, uh, these are talented people, and, you know, they're they're... they're the woman was alive a month ago, and now she's and now she's gone, and and it, it breaks my heart that I didn't know her or know of her work. But, uh, thank now. you, Marianne. By the way, yeah, I don't know. Everything everything seems so fucking crazy in our world. In our world, and well, you and, said it the last time you were talking about this. You said we don't know how we got here. We don't yeah. know what we're doing here. We don't know what happens after we go. Nothing. It's a weird, crazy accident. We know nothing. Like, can you imagine those people in Florida in that condo that, that uh, collapsed? Could you like you're you're sleeping in bed? You're like, you know, look, I don't live in the fucking greatest condo, but I hear I'm in Florida. I retired. I'm on above. the beach. Yeah, I'm on the beach. Okay, you know, <laughs> life's pretty good. Boom! Like you're dreaming, and the, the whole fucking building collapses on you. Gone. Like a pancake. By the way, why do they keep saying in the news? You would know this. They say there are nine people confirmed dead, but 125 people missing. Now, I understand that some people maybe didn't get in touch with the authorities, blah, 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 blah. But what are they saying? In other words, I'm assuming there's 125 that people dead. In that dead. rubble, they're still, could, you know, they're discovering bodies and body parts. And there are certain people no one is heard from. No one right. has any idea of their whereabouts. So they're either in that building or they haven't uh, figured out that they need to tell somebody they're still alive and they weren't even at home. So that's why they say that. And what do you do if you, like I was watching people on the news this morning. I was watching um, uh, Morning Joe. I like that show, Morning Joe and Mika. I lo I'm fascinated by those two. Morning Joe and Mika. I watch them pretty much every morning when I can, when I'm not working. And, um, uh, you know, she's sexy. I find her sexy. And you he... know who her father is? Yes. 
uh, Brzezinski. Um, the big new Brzezinski. Yeah, it's the big new Brzezinski, who was a Secretary of State or something. I forget yeah, what he was. Yeah, he was a diplomat. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fascinated by those two. Morning Joe. Well, they don't act like they're married. They act right. like she's yeah. she's a professional reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's a, fe- a professional <laughs> commentator. And I'm like, come on, guys, talk to each other like you do at home. I want to see well, that. <laughs> it's got to be cr- like I th- I don't know their whole story. I mean, I'd like that mind. I don't want to talk to them about the news. I want to know what happened. Like. They were, they were, they had the morning show at MSNBC and I, I don't know, was he married and she was married to someone else? Were they married to other I people? I don't know that much about their backgrounds. I think they eventually found themselves single at the same right. time though. Yeah. <laughs> they should make a movie of this. Like, and, and he's sitting next to her and she's sitting next to him. And meanwhile, he's boning up, and she's all fucking sexy. She's got the big titties. She keeps her body nice. I like that short little hairdo. And he can't take it. He's turned on. And she's worked up over him with all his opinions and shit. And he's a good broadcaster, too. Uh, he's very entertaining. And they, 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 they can't keep their hands off each other. And then it's quiet. This, they, they, they meet somewhere, and they fuck. Well, he and that, even he's one of those guys who has a band yeah, in yeah, the yeah. off hours, and I think right. first she starts going to see him play at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm hoping she was married to someone. And I'm like, yeah, honey, I'm just gonna, you know what, Joe is, and then she has to keep telling her husband that uh, Joe's an asshole. Oh, he's such an asshole. He has a band. I'm just gonna go see it. A couple of people from work want to, you know, I, I'm just trying not to get fired. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's getting all decked out to go see Joe's band. I can't. I want to hear the whole fucking story. How is that not a story? Like, like how, how is it is not that? a movie? You're absolutely right. Oh my god! There's lifetime when you need them. Call them every every time I try to watch that show, and I'm trying to hear the news. I'm wondering how those two started fucking, and where and when, and they, you know, it drives me crazy. I want to know. Should be a Hallmark movie, the Joe and Mika movie. And those two, and she, you know, she wears tight shirts. Let me tell you, I think she's very sexual, that woman. Very sexual. I mean, like a firecracker. <laughs> like when the when they're off the air, like like she, you know. There's fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got married in 2018. And, uh, I yeah, mean, but it must I be... loved that period of time before. They actually went ahead and admitted they were because were... there was all the speculation. Right, and they weren't saying anything. You like the period of time where they had to tell everyone there was no relationship. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. And everyone knows there's a relationship. That's right. You can oh, see they're it. lying. You can right. see. Look at how he looks at her. <laughs> right. I think now they're in the phase of relationship. They're questioning whether it was a mistake to get married. Because <laughs> they're like together. They're together at work. They're together at home. They're together. They, they can never you know. leave each other. Right. It's like, man, I'm sick of you. <laughs> oh, here it is. When the show debuted in 2007, both were married. Okay. Joe to his second wife, whom he divorced in 2013. Mika to her former husband of 23 years. Oh, that must have been some story. Wow. 
Scarbo has four children. And when did children. those divorces happen? In the same year? <laughs> uh, what do you? Who knows? I don't know. Listen, I don't know. But if they came out with the real story, it'd be great. I mean, warts and all. How did she tell her husband of 23 years? Listen, you don't have a TV show. Joe does. You don't think he could tell? He didn't need to be told. He knew. He knew. <laughs> Maybe he was happy about it. Maybe he's like, you know what? Enough. But uh, who knows what was going on there. But I watch them. I like them. I like. I get a lot of news. And, and also my fantasies run wild. I wonder what <laughs> is going on. But those two. Who knows? Maybe even management had to get involved. Like, you know, hey, guys, you know, this is, this doesn't look good. Maybe Both they mar- had to get married. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go to Mike in Maine. You know Mike from Maine. Of course. What up? Good morning, Howard. Good morning. Well, I'm a world-famous art critic, so I just want you to know, I feel like your painting is, uh, it looks like a real picture. Like, if you just, you know, I looked at my phone, I'm like, it looks like a picture of a of, a, of an outdoor scene. It's so fucking realistic. I went for a walk, and I saw this scene maybe a million times. And I used to look at it, and I'd say to my wife, look how beautiful this is. She goes, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just some trees. And and I said, no. This. So every time, for a year, I'd walk by that same place. And I go, I think this is a painting. This is so beautiful. It's one of those spots probably a million people walk by every day and ignore. And to me, that's what a great painting is. Take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. Like, you should is, want to is walk it the right angle with the right light, Howard. I mean, it's a great, it's a great picture. Is it something you took a picture of, or is it something that you yeah? Drew so from I went out, memory, or is it something that you? No, I I went out and I took some photographs of this place. Finally, I finally brought my iPhone with me because why not? And I took some pictures of this place, this spot, and uh, I had it laying around for months. I kept looking at it. I kept sketching it. I kept thinking about painting it. And, you know, because for me, I got to love, I got to love what I'm painting. Because sometimes it takes me months to complete these paintings. So I, 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 I could get bored if I don't really love what I'm drawing and painting. So I got um, very um, wrapped up in this little scene. I said, this will be really good. And I think I'm going to paint it in sepia. I'm going to do it like, make it look like an old time sort of, uh, you know, like from the, you know, eighteen hundreds or something, and 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 do it that way. And this scene to me was just so beautiful. And then my my, my wife saw it and she goes, "Oh my god, that's such a beautiful painting." I go, "We pass that all the time." I always point. She goes, "I don't even know where that is." I go, "I've pointed well, see, out that's to you." That's why when these people are calling, say it looks like a, pa- a a photograph. I'm like, you would walk by that and never see what what is in that painting. Yeah, I mean, I've imposed a lot of my own design on it. But, yeah. in fact, uh, it's to make it attractive and a place you want to go. I made it a little more to eerie it than it was. Out. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. It's more. Yeah, well, just looking at it, it looks like someone took a picture. And, like, it's a style of photography, like, you know, the lighting and all that. It looks like a, a photograph. Then if you zoom in a little closer, you can see, you know, there's, like, strokes on the page. You know, like, it's actually a drawing or, a, you know, a painting. But, uh, Howard, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is literally, so you could have like a 20, 30 year uh, painting career and be like a 90 year old man just painting like and being like a legend because you're already a legend. Uh, you know, I, know I wish I had, 
I've only been painting seven years. I wish I had started painting when I was young. I've wasted a lot of time in my life. I have tremendous regrets about my life. Did you know you wanted to paint when you were young? No, I didn't know. My life was so stifled. It was such a heaviness. There was such a lack of encouragement. And I was also unaware of who I was. I just had a, a weird situation growing up. And so I didn't really blossom. I think I could have been great. I could you have been. You think that if you had been exposed to a lot of different things, you would have found these things earlier. Yeah. I mean, I just think I, I wasted a lot of time in my life. Well, you didn't waste your time. You did what you could. Uh, but I'm just saying, suppose you had a family that appreciated art and went to museums and, you know, if I had had a family, about, yeah. If I had had a family that appreciated me more as a human being and maybe valued me. Well, then they would have taken you to the museum. That's what I'm right. saying. It was all about not appreciating anything. Well, my, my parents offered me a lot of lessons. Like, if I wanted to learn something, they'd offer me a lesson. You know, they'd say, why don't you get a teacher or something? But I was so uh, lethargic and demoralized that uh, I couldn't really take in the world. There was nothing that I, I, I was, uh, it was an, I had built up a shell around myself, a protective shell. So I missed out on a lot. I have a lot of regrets, but um, I do love to paint. I do. And I, and I, and I really enjoy it. But, um, you know, I wish I just started younger. That's all. Yeah, but you had to have discovered it, you know, like there was no discovery there. Yeah, like my dad would see little kids on TV playing music and he would see all these like, you know, like let's say a star search or some shit like that. And he would get so fucking fired up about how cool it is that some kid, I always wanted to see you and your brother do stuff like that. That would be so cool. And it's always like, well, bring us to the place, buy us the instrument, like teach me how to do it. (laughs) I'm a kid. I don't have a fucking job and a driver's license and a car. I I go wherever you take me to go. So, like, yeah, it seems cool. I seem like kind of a loser because I didn't decide to, you know, do, be a musician well, as a kid. But Some kids uh, do it on their own. You know, you read about the life of Eddie Van Halen. I'm fascinated by him. But, exactly. you know, Eddie's father, Eddie's father was a masterful musician, a very right. good musician. Not the famous the way Eddie was. He didn't make a lot of money as a musician. But he was a working musician, and he took his two boys and uh, exposed them to music. But those guys took to music. You know, like like ducks take the water. I mean, they threw themselves into it. They had the wherewithal to become obsessed with it. Um, you know, well, a whatever. lot of people become obsessed with with music, but they don't have that t- skill skill yeah, level. They, they don't ever reach that <laughs> skill level. I mean, they'll enjoy playing music, but they won't be Eddie Van Halen. And let me tell you something: Eddie Van Halen would not have been Eddie Van Halen without that drive to take the same notes and practice them over and over again. You've got to be singularly focused and obsessed with learning i mean um but you've also got to love it and you've also got to have this idea that there's something you hear that you're trying to recreate in in you know in your brain you hear something and you want to recreate it you want to make that sound for real (laughs) and you've always got to be striving for that sound that new sound that you've never heard before all right, thank you, Mike. Here's another Mike. Mike from New Jersey. Okay, New Jersey. Mike. Yeah, I'm New Jersey. How Mike. are you? 
I'm all right. I feel like you're having too much good fortune with all the compliments. I was going to compliment it, but I feel like I almost need to take it down. But it is amazing, Howard. Fantastic work. Thank you. Thank you. See, that's that feeling in humanity. He's having too much fun. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, Mike, I couldn't hear. What would you say? I said, what is this Mahjong thing you're into now? What are you talking about? Mod Podge? Mod Podge. Yeah, Mod Podge. I'm very <laughs> taken with this thing. It's, I don't know what it is, but it's a glue. It, it, it seals things in. It can tra- it's like silly putty. It transforms pictures. It can transfer pictures onto wood. Or I'm fascinated with Mod Podge. And, uh, you know... Th- but believe me, there's something um, strange about me. I get into things. Uh, I don't even know how I get into these things. <laughs> but I know a lot of fat people are into it because when I look at their hands, they're very chubby. That's it. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I appreciate no that. Mod Podgers. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, you know, let's just uh, update people on a few things. First of all, I am following Britney Spears in court. It is an amazing story, really, when you think about it, because. When I think about all the out-of-control men in this planet, you know, I, I think about Charlie Sheen, those, those couple of years where he was really going berserk, going on tour with Tiger Blood, and, and just acting out. No one in his family took away his ability to run his own finances and to Martin buy Sheen his... Martin Sheen isn't running his life, yeah. No. <laughs> Britney Spears, I mean, I'm imagining, I think it's a female judge. I think the judge is going to, it's going to dawn on the judge in this case that this girl has a right to get to her own money. You know, it's not um, only her money. They gave him the right to determine who she sees, when she can go out, everything yeah. about her life. Can you imagine? And I mean, when you think about it, it's so outrageous. Because uh you know, Really, what what are they basing it on? She shaved her head and was walking around to the paparazzi with an umbrella and shaking the umbrella at them. And therefore, they deemed her nuts. I guess she put herself in uh, some kind of treatment, which a lot of people do. And then the father sees control of her empire and her finances. The old man doesn't demonstrate any ability to handle money. As far as I know, the guy was never a big money manager. Um. But the judge is female. She's going to see this as a sex thing. In other words, it's a woman thing. Most people who who are in a, what do they call that, a conservative? A conservatorship. Conser- conservatorship. Most people are in that are elderly. And they're, they're going through Alzheimer's. And they no longer have the ability to run their own affairs. So a child will then become the conservator or a lawyer or somebody who is trustworthy. And they, they do that. Uh, for a matter of fact, I've been... Uh, I've been Fred's conservator for years. It's not an easy job if you do it <laughs> is, right. Is Fred no longer capable of <laughs> Fred was never capable of his we, own decisions? Back in 19, uh, I think it was 1981, we took Fred to a bank, and he had never heard of a bank and didn't know how to use it. <laughs> he had never opened a bank account. So I said, Fred, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, start a conservatorship, and uh, he, he, <laughs> he, he went along with it. So I've been running Fred's affairs for years. But, uh, but in all seriousness... Think about it. Think about all the out of control men with weird behaviors. Like, like, um, like even when we talk to Pete Davidson, Pete's very open about the fact that he's had, you know, uh, 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 mental, mental issues. Uh, he's, he's, when he was going out with certain women, he had issues. 
But he's talking about taking away his money and taking away his ability to decide who he sees and who he can impregnate. I mean, this is pretty wild. So to see a young girl like this. Well, she's the father, 40 now and still has no control of her life. No control. Um, so listen to this. Here's some crazy stuff. Uh, Brittany has to pay the conservatorship, which is her father. Uh, she has to pay her father's salary, legal fees. So the father makes six. Jamie is his name. Jamie Spears makes $16,000 a month plus $2,000 a month for office space rent. Meanwhile, Brittany receives a monthly allowance of $2,000 even during her successful Las Vegas residency. So the old man's getting more money than she is. She's paying him to keep money from her. <laughs> you know, the other day I was talking to you about John Hinckley. John Hinckley was in prison or in a mental hospital for shooting a President Reagan. He is now out releasing his own music and, from what I can tell, running his own affairs, even though he has no money. Uh, hey, I love him. Ozzy Osbourne. Bit the head off a bat or blah, blah, blah. No one ever said, hey, this guy bit the head off a bat. Um, he was drinking. He was in and out of rehab. Never once did they take away his, his, his right to make his own decisions over his own money. Never. I mean, what the fuck is going on here? Well, you can't imagine that they could do this forever. You know, like she was in her 20s, I think, when they first started this. Right. And you think it'd have some time limit or some, you know, ways that she could regain control of her life. They just gave everything away and said, now try to get out of it. Listen how crazy this gets, Robin. Brittany is paying her dad's lawyers to make a case against her getting out of the conservatorships. Like, they, she's got to pay those bills. Well, that not that kind of crazy? Wouldn't you think... That he would have to pay that out of the money she gives him, at least. Not yeah. just outright pay the lawyers. Anyway, uh, I guess... Uh, and one of the, the things she has said is that, let somebody else do it. Not my dad. Right. She even you know, said, yeah. Like you... about the... Mo yeah, just, if, it, if I can't do it, take it away from my dad, at least. Isn't you know for those of you who are older, you remember the Lucy, uh, the Lucy show. After she divorced Ricky, she had her own show, Lucy, the Lucy Bolshoi. And Mr. Mooney, her banker, used to treat yeah. her like this. She Absolutely. had to go to, she had to go to Mr. Mooney and go, um, Mr. Mooney, wah, I need money. I, I, you know, and, and Mr. Mooney would go, No, Lucy, you can. Her Why name was do even, you need it? Yeah. Hey, it's, speaking of names, you know that the father's name is Jamie Spears. The mother's name is Jamie Lynn Spears. No, Lynn Spears. The daughter's, oh. her, Brittany's sister is Jamie Lynn Spears. And Jamie Lynn Spears' husband is named Jamie. What? <laughs> yeah. Is there, there's a town in this country where everybody's a Jamie? <laughs> and meanwhile, that's who's running your finances. <laughs> they could be think nervous. of another name. Then I read in the paper that, Britney Spears is worth, her empire is worth $60 million. And I went, that seems low to me. That um, seems light, I, yes. Like, so where's he investing this money? What's going on? I mean, didn't she just do a, a fucking uh, a residency in Vegas? She, she, had, she, was, she was probably making money hand over fist. Even from her early touring, there should be right. more money than that. 
Anyway, outside the courthouse, a hundred Britney supporters. I wish I had the time to be a Britney supporter and go down to the courthouse. I, you know, <laughs> I was reading like Bruce Springsteen just opened up on Broadway and outside the theater were people protesting who are against the vaccine. And they're saying, this is not right. We're not allowed in because we haven't been vaccinated. I'm like, I just say to myself, not only are they assholes for not getting vaccinated, but um, who has time to go out, stand outside Bruce Springsteen's Broadway show and and say, this is unfair. Did you look People, at that guy? <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't see it. But he I'm looked saying, like he had nothing to do. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> why, why does everybody have so much free time? They say there's a shortage of uh, workers in this country. Get a job. They're busy trying to get into the Springsteen concert without a vaccine. How do they have money for that? It's an expensive ticket. A hundred Britney supporters gathered outside the courthouse. I guess maybe they're little kids. Maybe they don't have, maybe, you know, maybe no, it's their summer these vacation. Are, these are adults, unfortunately. <laughs> you saw them. Uh, they managed to stream audio of the hearing and broadcast it to the crowd. Brittany described the conservatorship as abusive and unnecessary since she's able to work and make money. People were making a lot of this because we haven't heard Brittany Spears speak in a while. So here, yeah. here she is speaking. Once you see someone, whoever it is in the conservatorship, making money, making them money and myself money and working that whole that whole statement right there the conservatorship should end there should be no i shouldn't be in a conservatorship if i can work and provide yeah, yeah. ma'am i work since I she's right yeah if she can hold a job that's a big you know when she goes and does a show that's a big production she's in charge of a huge business and she has to make that all work. And she's able to do that. Why is somebody else running her life? Oh. Who's that? Uh, it's Charlie Sheen. He wants to say a few words about the Britney Spears situation. Uh, yeah, Charlie, I brought you up as an example a couple of minutes ago. Uh, I'm surprised you never had a conservator. Howard, I was begging for a conservator. You know how much <laughs> money I spent on hookers and blow? I mean, come right. on, if somebody was controlling my money, maybe I wouldn't have been so reckless and gotten HIV. I feel for so them, you, though, you know? So you mean you you wish you had had a, uh, a conservator and you think that uh, perhaps uh, Britney should stay with her dad? Well, absolutely. I mean, I was on television talking about tiger blood. They should have locked me away. Who shouts out tiger blood? Come on. You do. Nobody was locking away my bank accounts. I was just spending, spending, spending. Nobody did anything. <laughs> Why well, didn't your you dad go. want to take over your life? Yeah, you got to ask yourself that. That's right. Yeah. Why didn't they keep me away from my children? I mean, what the fuck? I mean, nobody <laughs> saw me going crazy and did anything. I mean, they, it's really harsh for women, you know. Men can do whatever the fuck they want in Hollywood. Oh, man, that's right. some blow. That's Charlie being Charlie over there. Brittany, she does some blow. Lock her up. Lock that girl up. She's nutso. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Very reasonable, um, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, too reasonable, actually. <laughs> um, Brittany revealed she was put on lithium despite her objections, was restricted from removing an IUD because they don't want her to have any more children. Now, Here. see, that's what I'm talking about. They're putting an IUD in this woman without her permission. Also took a year during COVID to get me any self-care methods during COVID. 
She said there were no services available. She's lying, Mom. Ma'am, my mom went to the spa twice in Louisiana during COVID. For a year, I didn't have my nails done, no hairstyling and no massages, no acupuncture, nothing for a year. I saw the maids in my home each week with their nails done different each time. She made me feel like my dad does. Very similar, her behavior and my dad, but just a different dynamic. Team wants me to work and stay home instead of having longer vacations. They're, they you, they are used to me sort of doing a weekly routine for them, and I'm over it. I don't feel like I owe them anything at this point. They need to be reminded they actually work for me. Thank you. So I think she's going to get her. She's going to get control of her I life. I hope back. so. I mean, this has been the same for all this time. Can you imagine your dad? Telling you you have to have an IUD. I could imagine my dad telling me that, yeah. Sure. <laughs> you need an IUD. <laughs> According to the New York... Here's what I don't get. If the old man's getting 16 grand a month. According to the New York Times, Brittany's father has been living in an RV parked at a warehouse on the outskirts of Kentwood, Louisiana that has stored the boxed-up relics of his daughter's career. He recently sold the house that Brittany grew up in. So... What's he doing in an That's RV? That's another reason he shouldn't be running her life. <laughs> you he wouldn't want to do with his own. You don't, wouldn't you want a guy who lives in an RV running your financial <laughs> empire? Because uh, it shows he's frugal. That's <laughs> a. It's crazy. According to Brittany, this is sounds like a nightmare. According to Brittany, she's been medicated against her will, basically forced sterilization. Yeah. It's like, what was that uh, movie where the, this is like a modern day version of that movie where they threw, what, Francis, what's her name? Francis? Uh, Francis Farmer. Uh, Francis Farmer. Francis Farmer. They threw her in a mental asylum for being hysterical or something. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't see her being any worse or better than some of the crazy shit guys are doing. And, um. Yeah, and she I, has I think, every right to be crazy about her life and do whatever she wants. She said she wants to have another baby with her boyfriend. Well, but they're I would be preventing that. that. Yeah, well, but, that's okay. Yeah, I'm. Against <laughs> You're against that. <laughs> How would your father's going to put an IUD in you? <laughs> what? Spread your legs. I'm putting in your IUD. <laughs> How can you put an IUD in me if you're on the phone and I'm here? Made no but sense. But yeah, your dad shouldn't be making decisions about your reproductive abilities and your love life. I'm shocked that she even has a boyfriend. They let that happen. Although, let me read a list here of things and tell me if you think this person does need a conservatorship. You ready? All right. She shit her pants in public. She bought a boat when she didn't know how to swim. She used hallucin <laughs> hallucinogenic drugs to the point of vomiting. She got involved in witchcraft. She put meat and vegetables in her vagina. She hung a giant portrait of herself in the living room. She bought a giant house uh, uh, in Staten Island, even though she uh, can afford to live wherever she wants. She gets coffee enemas. And uh, do you think this person should be in charge of their own finances, honestly, once I present the evidence? Well, if that person is allowed to run around, so should Brittany be. Right. Well, those are, that, believe it or not, those are all Robin events. And I yet would Robin not is... characterize them just that way. 
I went to court to try to take control of Robin's finances. I, I said to the judge all of these things, and they still let Robin do her own thing. I so won. there you go. I won. <laughs> and she won. She won. She beat me. Yeah. Uh, let's say hello to uh, Jeff the Drunk, who is uh, calling from his RV. Yes, Jeff. Hmm. Maybe fell maybe fell asleep, Robin. Oh. After a long night of doing nothing. And a previous day of doing nothing. And a previous month of doing nothing. <laughs> you know fun. what's gonna happen now? He'll wake up and think we never picked up on him. Right. Um hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> what? Hello. Where were hey. you? I was taking a piss. Okay. That's pleasant. Sorry about that. That's okay. Jeff the Drunk, you're on the air. My bad. How you doing, Howard? Uh, yeah. You know, um, I think I would be an excellent um, excellent player for the family feud. <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, Jeff, I'm not going on Family Feud. I do not want to do Celebrity Family Feud. We were offered the opportunity, and it would be funny. I know that. But you know what? Honestly, I do not want to be embarrassed or humiliated uh, by not coming up with answers quick enough and then having the audience sit there and fucking goof on how stupid I am. And I'm not into it. I just don't want yeah, to put I myself out there. I watching some Celebrity Family Feud over the weekend, and it was wild. They could hardly answer a question. You yeah, know, it's very embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. And Steve Harvey does the eye roll, which is the greatest thing. You know, he like. Yeah. When he turns to the camera and walks away from you after you give your answer. Yeah. And then says like basically says you're an idiot without saying it. Uh, OK. Yeah, I, I would really want that. I mean, what is the upside? You know, it's like when Gary threw out that pitch. And I said to him for months, Gary. Why would you do that? Why would you go throw a pitch at Shea Stadium? Why would you do that? I mean, well, I let's say... yourself in that pressure. You like baseball. Sit there great and watch if, the game. <laughs> great if you do well, but if you don't, you're going to be the laughing stock of the universe. And this guy's, a, you know, he gets goofed on for his giant teeth and his gums. And, and now all... Yeah, yeah it was and funny. Jeff but is it, laughing at it. Yeah, I mean, and, and Gary goes... I don't know, Bolf. Uh, let me just, uh, to this my my fantasy to throw the ball. And besides, I'm my son's pitching coach, and I'm not gonna fuck this up. And of course, he fucked it up royally. I don't even know how he did that. <laughs> and why would you put yourself through that? So, like, what what is the upside of me doing Family Feud? What is the upside? If you could sort of look at it in a lighthearted way and no. let it be okay, whatever happened, then you could do it. I've never had a light heart. Uh, if you cared about a charity so much that you wanted them to get that money. You know what? I do care about charities that much. You know what I do? I give them some of my money. Yeah, but you could get more money for them. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm fine with what I'm doing for charity. I really am. And I'm fine with uh, everything I'm doing. I mean, you know, why would I go on family? Fe and and what? You know, And then they go to you. Yeah, we'll give money to your charity. I'm like. Well, well, fuck charity. Just give I'm me the, the one fucking who's money. Standing here being embarrassed. Give the money to me. Yeah, great. Well, <laughs> I'm we'll go to charity. 
like they like like don't call me up and ask me to do something and say and we'll give your money to charity i'm like whoa 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 now i gotta be not only do i not only am i gonna go on family feud and humiliate myself but now i'm embarrassed because they're giving my money to charity you walk away with nothing except yep, humiliation. yeah like, like, like wait a second why can't you pay me since i'm gonna humiliate myself what is this charity you know i feel bad for celebrities who are broke and then they go, you know, but nobody knows they're broke. And then all of a sudden someone goes, well, you know, please come on our show. It's for charity. And you're like, charity? What? I'm living on the street. <laughs> you better, if I'm going to be embarrassed on Family Feud, you better give me a lot of money. I'm going to humiliate myself. Well, what if you're like, I got to go on this show to, so somebody will remember me. And maybe I like I'll a- get a job out of it. I like I got to make a call and go, um, excuse me, I know you said you would uh, give to kids with cancer. If I uh, Can you just give me the money? <laughs> can you imagine that phone call? What's I more embarrassing? Wanna, I don't want to end up on the street. Uh, That's for sure. What? I, I said I don't want to end up on the street. What's the You're not gonna, with what we're talking about? You're not going to end up on the street. You live in America where uh, we we um, give you money not to work. I don't even know how that who came just, out. Who gives me money? Uh, the government, which is our money, the taxpayers. What? I don't get no excess money. Oh, what? You stopped? No money. December of last year, I haven't had no money. From Social Security. Because you're making so much money on um, Cameo? Well, yeah, because I, um, because, you know, I reported my income like I should. Right. And they cut me well, off. All right. But for most well, of your life, for most of your life, you've had SSI. And uh, now, because of my show and your notoriety, you're able to make a living by recording announcements. Yes, and, and I, I thank you for that. And someone told me, and I believe me, I'm happy you're not taking money from the government. Jeff has been having, listen to this, tell me if this is true. Jeff has been having private autograph signing events at his house. Like, you can go what? to Jeff's, yeah, he, he signs autographs so, at his house. Yeah, it was just a one-time deal. How'd it go? Uh, pretty good. How many, How many people guy came over. Just one guy came over with his son, and I had to sign like 30 posters or 38 by 10s and 10 posters. And what did he pay you for that? Like about three hundred. Oh, all right. Pretty good deal. Yeah, three hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you could, if you could double that uh, attendance, you could make six hundred dollars. One hundred dollars, I'll sign with my me, dead arm. Jeff's also going to You wanted me to sign a private parts poster. I said, you know, I wasn't in the movie. Uh, Jeff's also going to something called ToyCon in Vegas in July to do signings at a booth, so he'll be there. Really? Yeah. All right, look. No, no, that'll be 
the last weekend of summer. Yeah. You got moved. You got moved to the last weekend of summer. Okay. On this trip. Yeah. I'll inform you. Jeff also claims he's going to um, make people show proof of being vaccinated before he takes a picture with them. So there's a whole thing. There might be a protest there where people are protesting that they have to, you know, be vaccinated to be near Jeff. Personally, I look at Jeff and I'm like, hmm, I think I need a vaccine to prevent whatever the hell's going on with him on me. But whatever. All right, Jeff. Thanks for the update. Yeah. Bring your ID, bitch. (laughs) Right. Okay. There you go. Fascinating, right? Yeah. Hmm. Look at the Jeff the Drunk Puppet. Did you see that, what Fred's holding? That's a Jeff the Drunk Puppet. It's really funny. Um, We have to show that on the app. By the way, I'll also be appearing at Trailer Con, Drunk Con, Unemployment Con, and I'll be giving you imprints of the boils on my ass for two fifty. Nice. Wow. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I'm glad Jeff's off the government dole, but he's, it's not like he's doing anything. He's just uh, somehow recording cameos. But at least he's off the government you yeah. know, handout. Yeah. But he's so yeah. outrageous when he says, I don't get no money. Like, he never took money. <laughs> I don't get no money. Yeah, I love when he yells at me for something that's obviously true. Like I go, dude, you 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 live for free on the government dime. That's and then bullshit. He, that's bullshit, Howard. That's what you guys are always saying awful shit about me. I I I work hard for my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 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 I'm saying something so outrageous. Yeah, how dare you insult me like that? So for a couple of months he's been making his own money. But all right, I good. I got a very difficult life. I sleep 18 hours a day with vomit on my shirt and shit in my pants. That's <laughs> not easy. But that is amazing about America that there are there seem to be a bunch of people who can kind of they give you enough money so that okay, you're not living like a king. It's not like but you know, you can you can buy weed, you can buy alcohol. You buy food. You got you a place a to live. Yeah. You got a roof over your head. Admittedly, it's not a palace, but okay. And um, and you can live. America's a great country. I mean, people you, say it's you, a you fucked up country. Yeah. You forgot one thing. I send cockpits to dudes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ass Napkin Ed's making so much money on Cameo, he had to suspend his account for a few months so he wouldn't lose his SSI. He, he was making oh, too much money. Oh, he's going to keep below that uh, yeah. Yep. level yeah. where you lose your benefits. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, um, let me take a break here. We've been bullshitting so long that uh, it's already 8.19 in the morning. Uh, we have a lot of show to get to. You know, these uh, people who manufacture tissues, you know, you, you buy a box of tissues. And you all mean I know is facial tissue or toilet facial, yeah, the tissues you blow your nose in, you know, those okay. tissues, which, by the way, I only buy tissues that have no dye in them. I like a, I like white uh, tissues. You don't because want pink tissue. I don't want pink. I don't want blue <laughs> because I feel if you're putting that there's a dye, it's a chemical to dye stuff. I 
field, you should not be putting your nose up against chemicals if you can avoid it. Am I correct or not? I mean, this is the way I think. I have white tissues. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're smart. Look at you. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. I um, No, really, I, I don't. And, and um, now I see they do a thing. When you're getting close to the end of the tissues, there's a big blue streak in the middle of the tissues. Oh, is and there? I, yeah. And I see this and I go, I didn't ask them for this. In other words, they're telling you, listen, you're getting low on right, tissues. Right, but they're adding this dye to they the dye. white and, tissue. And don't forget, I use two tissues for, I have two purposes. One, I blow my nose in them. And two, I always take two of them and stuff them in my underpants every morning because of drippage. I don't want any urine dripping into my underpants. I don't like walking around with wet underpants. You don't want dye there either. No, I don't want to put my penis up against dye, chemical dye. So really, the the tissues. Once I see that blue streak in them, they're I use them. To you. Yeah, they're worthless. I use them for wiping up an area or or something like this. And the other thing I want to say to the manufacturers of tissues, they make those boxes so tight when you first open them that the first couple of tissues. I'm talking about the first fifteen tissues. They're all ripped. That's right. They all, you pull them out and they rip. I was just going to show you because this is a brand new box and I've got little strips of paper. That's right. And I figure I'm the only idiot doing this, but I'm not. No. And and I, I'm, I, I, they better watch themselves. Are they going to lose you? What are you going to if you don't use tissue? I'm going to have a class action lawsuit. I'm going to knock them <laughs> on their ass. What is this? No, it drives me crazy. I open up those tissues and the first 10 tissues are completely ripped up. They're useless. I mean, strips of, and then you finally get a good roll going. And, uh, then the blue, the blue ones Eventually come up at the bottom. The blues. I haven't seen that. I have to now start looking for that. Maybe it's my brand. I don't know. But no, I, I always take two tissues and wrap my penis up like a mummy. That you way there's said no. Nothing about the fact that you use them to catch, um, your load when you're... Oh, well, I was trying to be a gentleman. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Why do you have to point that out? Two things? There's three. My load. <laughs> My load. You know, I got to tell you, the older you get, it's barely a load. <laughs> it's hardly but, uh, even called it a load. <laughs> <laughs> I could go down to one tissue. I used to do catch my load with two tissues. <laughs> That's right, Robin. You're absolutely right. I catch my load. <laughs> my load. I'm such a load. Oh, Lord, oh. my load. Oh, Lord, please don't <laughs> let me see my reduced load. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. But I was going to tell you that now sports figures, these idiot sports figures, are starting to make their statements about the COVID vaccine. These are guys who know nothing. They, all they do is, uh, you know, they're, they're jocks. They play sports, yes. I don't know anything about these guys, but a guy named Montez Sweat of the Washington, I hope I'm saying his name right, Montez Sweat of the Washington football team. Is that supposed to be the Washington formerly Redskins? That's the Redskins. They couldn't oh. come up with a new name. <laughs> yeah, how about the Washington Montezes? <laughs> um, well, good. I finally dropped that Redskin name, for Christ's sake. I mean, it took like uh, it took like dynamite to blow up that name. Montez Sweat of the Washington football team said this about the COVID vaccine to reporters. Quote, I'm not a fan of it. He's not a fan of it. 
Now listen to this logic. You go, okay, maybe he knows something. Maybe maybe he hasn't gotten too many hits to the head. I'm not a fan of the vaccine. I probably won't get vaccinated until we get more facts on that stuff. I'm not a fan of it at all. I haven't caught COVID yet, so I don't see me treating COVID until I actually get COVID. What a rocket scientist. What a genius. Why did they put a microphone in front of him? Because they wanted to hear what stupidity would fall out? Here, Buffalo Bills player Cole Beasley didn't have a microphone put in front of him. He had to get on Twitter with this idiotic thought. (laughs) I'm not vaccinated. I will be outside doing what I do. I'll be out in the public. If you're scared, you're Y-O-U-R. If you're scared, fucking moron. Imagine he's making decisions about whether to take the vaccine. If I fear uh, that he's making more decisions than that. He probably has kids. Everybody's doomed in that family because this is the, the head of the family. Did you see that article in Times about uh, kids who are getting vaccinated behind their parents' backs? The yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about that last week. Yeah, if you're underage, you can, you know you need parental consent. These kids want to get vaccinated, but they got like one dopey parent who does who's against the vaccine and one parent who's for it. The parent who's for it can't go against the parent who isn't for it. So the kids don't tell anyone and they somehow get the vaccine. It's like scoring drugs. Right. Now they got to have fake ID to prove they're right. 18 so they can get a vaccine. But this is getting back to Buffalo Bills player Cole Beasley. If you're scared of me, then steer clear of getting vaccinated. Then then what? steer clear. No, no, here it is. If The grammar is so If you're scared of me, then steer clear or get vaccinated. Point blank period. I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die actually living. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see when you're on a ventilator if you think this was a good idea. Because you know all these still... brave people before they've ever experienced right. what it's like. Everyone who was dying or di- dead of COVID before they died said, I made a mistake. I should have worn a mask, you know, back before the vaccination. Right. And how does getting vaccinated prevent you from living? It, 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 oh, uh, there's no correlation. They're talking about the lockdown that prevented people from living. You know, they, there were people, I'm still going to live my life, which meant I'm going to go to the motorcycle rally. Yeah. You know, they weren't going anything anywhere important, but that's living your life. The vaccine does not stop you from living your life. Why are people so proud of their stupidity? I don't, I mean, they put it on Twitter like, like it's a badge of honor. Um, how about talking about the fact that you were in high school and maybe didn't do well in science and you can't comprehend why a vaccine might help you live? Ugh. I think Twitter also ruins everything. Like people read this idiot and then they go, yeah, man, he's right. I feel the same way as that idiot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only for not even a majority of this country has been fully vaccinated. 46% of the country has been fully vaccinated. 54% of the country has received at least one dose. Who gets one dose and then doesn't get the second? You know, there are people who get the first dose and they hear about people having reactions to the second dose and then Uh, that scares them or they forget or, you know, I mean, some of the people who, who don't return are kind of in circumstances where there's not a lot of consistency in their lives. So, and it's and it's difficult to get. They're now saying we have to put the vaccine wherever people are. So frustrating. So, like if you walk into the drugstore, the vaccine is there. Maybe you'll get it. 
We have to put it in your doctor's office. We have to put it in the hands of people you trust. So it's almost like we have to give it to your mother so she can give you a vaccine. Yeah, like um, these anti-vaxxers remind me of children. It's like, you know how you have to chop up broccoli and stick it in their food when they don't know it so they can get something healthy? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Or the the little kid who doesn't want to brush his teeth. And then the, the, the parents go, you have to brush your teeth. And they go, yeah, well, it's a free country. No, it's not a free country. No one can stand how you smell, you idiot. <laughs> you smell like a farm animal. What's wrong with you? Um. Anyway, a lot of football players have thoughts about this. And it, it's people who won't be team players, even though their job is to be a team player and do what's good for the yeah, team. Somehow they, they still miss the concept of team. Yeah. And the whole thing's out of control because the people still dying from COVID are the ones that haven't gotten vaccinated. And now there's a variant, which makes this spread even worse. And of course, I can't wait for these football players to get it who won't get vaccinated. I love it because um, I can't wait to hear their deathbed announcement that they made a mistake. Uh, and then there was another story about 900 Secret Service employees have been infected with COVID-19. And those 900 were between March 2020 and March 2021, you know, uh, you know, well, they were working for Trump and Trump was taking them to rallies and, you know, studies that, have shown that be able to sue. Studies have shown that 700 covid deaths are linked to Trump rallies. 700 people be able died to sue because everybody knew that it was dangerous to go into crowds and their job forced them to grow in the crowds. And now people are saying, oh, I don't want my job to force me to take a vaccine. But these people were forced to go into danger because people were ignoring the the science. Yeah. So yeah. people get forced to do things for their jobs. Another report says nearly all COVID deaths in the United States currently are amongst the unvaccinated. There are also areas where the Delta variant is running wild because there's so many unvaccinated people, and yet they still won't get the vaccine, can't get it. What is wrong with the South, by the way? Because a lot of states in the South have very low vaccination rates. Yeah, they're idiots. (laughs) That's it. There you go. And they don't give a fuck about anyone. And they think because they, I don't know, maybe because they live far away from people i I don't know what they're thinking i don't even understand it well maybe because they you know live on a farm and they don't have neighbors maybe they think they're safe i don't know even their leader trump got vaccinated but he endorsed the vaccine in the in the in the new york post i saw that back in yeah but he knows how dumb those idiots are he had a rally recently you know just this weekend he didn't say anything about getting vaccinated no, and then he also, like, for so many, for, for, for during the entire pandemic, he refused to wear a mask, so they got the yeah. idea that there's something patriotic in not helping your fellow man. Can you imagine, though, being a Secret Service agent at one of those indoor no-mask-required rallies? And if you die in the line of duty, you're, you know, like, you've, you've psyched yourself up that, okay, man, if there's a bullet, I'll take it for the president. But to to do something dumb... Like that. I mean, it's just so dumb. You can't avoid a vaccine. You know, like you can't step out of the way. You can't wear a bulletproof vest. The vaccine is the only protection. Wouldn't it be great if Trump went to all these things and finally did something decent for people and just said, you know what, gang? He'll never do anything decent because he's not a decent human being. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally fucking disillusioned with this guy. 
I mean, there's not one shred of the old fun Donald that I used to know. He's still talking about how the election was stolen. And yeah. dopes are running around going, yeah! There's a guy on the phone who claims he won't get the vaccine, but I don't know if I can. If I'm, you know what? Let what? me just let him talk. Why I'll do they calm. call us? Hey, Mark. Why would you call me? You know, hey, Howard. I mean. I, the reason I'm calling you is because I keep hearing this that we're fucking morons yes. if we don't get the vaccine. But let me explain something. All right. Good. All right. I had COVID back in I had COVID back in February. I had double pneumonia. I was in the hospital for six days. I got the treatment remdesivir, and when I came out, my doctor said, "Don't get the treatment because you still have the antibodies in your system." Okay. Right. Now, when you look at all the science that they say, go by science, okay, Fauci has fucked up so many times, changed the story so many times, okay? Well, of course, well, first of all, let's, let's be fair, Mark. First of all, let's be fair. This is a, uh, this is a, he hasn't fucked up. He's been warning people all along from the beginning of this thing that a pandemic was coming. He went to the president. The president ignored it. Then he said, you must wear a mask. They put out guidelines and they had to figure out the exact guidelines as this thing was in play. It, this thing, if people had listened to Fauci, it never. They put this vaccine out way, way too soon. What are you talking about? It's been a success. They said that this this vaccine has been in the works for fucking 20 years. Don't listen. And the FDA has not approved it. It's not what he said. The FDA has not approved it for 20 years. But yet they put it out because Trump said we need an emergency plan, and they put it out right then and there. They approved it. Now, when you sit there and you see how many people are having blood clots that are dying the day after they get the shots, that scares a lot of people, Howard. How many how people have died from people? the from the? How many people have died from the vaccine? Hundreds, hundreds. Out of now, how many millions of, of doses many, have they given out? And how many people have died of COVID? Why did why did they stop? Why did they stop Johnson and Johnson? Why did they because take that they, off the because, market? Because they saw a problem. They saw something was that's not right, and they took it off the market. And now, most people who got the Johnson and Johnson, Johnson are fine. Johnson, I know tons of people have the jo- Johnson and Johnson. I would have been a statistic. Right. That's why I'm all not I know is if you don't get the vaccine, you don't give a fuck about anyone else. We're never going to get rid of COVID. It's going to keep getting well, worse. And and how, that's the bottom line, it, Mark. How is it the flu disappeared? How is it the flu automatically disappeared? They cured the flu? Doesn't but disappear. Yet they never pushed, the flu. They never pushed uh, this hard no, for the flu when more people die from the flu. Because the COVID-19 was way more serious than the flu. Did you see how the hospitals were filling that up and people true. couldn't breathe? Of course it's numbers. true. If you went into if you went in uh, you, All right, uh, he's entitled to his opinion. You feel uh, you, you know, know, he does mix up a few things. He mixed up a lot of things. You know, I mean, and he thinks that they're absolute facts. Well, I mean, and not only that, the uh, the the the, um, the 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 preachers and the, the anti-vaxxers are all out there. People are out there promoting wild conspiracy theories about the vaccine. It's absurd stuff. How would there here, be a here, COVID-19 I'll, virus for 20 years uh, or vaccine for 20 years? There was no it wasn't it's talking about certain delivery systems that were being developed. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy, the guy, I mean, I'm not, you know, it is a danger of me putting that guy on the air. 
because there are you, people who will say, oh, he's absolutely right. He's making sense. Here. Wait, you got to hear some of this as long as we're going down this. Conservative commentator Deanna Lorraine was on the Stu Peter show, whatever that is. I thought you were going to say on the stupid show. She was on the no, no, the Stu Peter show on the Red Voice Media website, whatever that is. I don't whatever know what that all this is. is. Yeah. She claimed the vaccine causes spontaneous abortions and cerebral palsy. She said people who believe the vaccine is safe have had their souls removed by Satan. Listen to this. This is truly the final takeover. This is like the modern day Holocaust, except for it's global. And they're trying to separate people from their families. They're trying to separate people from polite society and ostracize people if they're not getting the vaccine. Anyone who's hesitant about the vaccine for obvious reasons because of vaccine shedding and missed periods and spontaneous abortions, death, cerebral palsy and all these other crazy, crazy. It sounds like a, a wet dream for these liberal radicals. Uh, wow, look at this. Instant abortions and people, the nuclear yeah. family structure is being destroyed all with one injection. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, and this is Satan's work. I mean, I that's really all there is to it, right, Stu? I mean, this is the work of Satan, the father of lies, if you want to get religious. This is him being very effectively getting into the souls of people that once had souls, ripping them out and replacing them with these dark behaviors of lying. That lady needs a conservatorship, not Britney Spears. Right. Trust me. Yeah, why is she allowed to make her own decisions? Meanwhile, I, I was looking at her. She's hot. That really freaked me out because I'm like looking at her and I go, she's really hot. Like, could I fuck her? And I, I came to the conclusion, this is me growing up now, Robin. You're going to be very proud of me. <laughs> I don't, I mean, although who knows? I don't trust myself with these women. Right, I, right because you're sexually satisfied. Right. Let's go to a, a starvation scenario. <laughs> yeah, I'd fuck her. <laughs> I'd fuck her hard. I mean, but listen to that kookiness. First of all, where do these these theories come from? Because these people say it with such authority. Let me just get, let me just clear this up. There were a bunch of social media posts saying miscarriages skyrocketed three hundred sixty six percent in six weeks due to the COVID vaccine. And you read that and you go, "What the fuck?" So USA Today, because it's a real newspaper, was able to find those claims and and figure out where it came from. It came from an alternative um, uh, base media site out of England called the Daily Expose, or Expose, or whatever the fuck it is. And it, it was total bullshit. Yeah, you know, they make these claims. They have no statistics. They have no experts. We have the woman who talks about Satan. And then Satan, and people are bad, and the liberal left, and the blah, 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 Your blah, blah. soul blah. was ripped out by the shot. Wanting a vaccine that cures COVID. Is bad. We're you know, in I some country. From, I was watching Bill Maher's show this weekend, and one guy, you know, he made a great point. He said, because we have had vaccines against most of the illnesses that used to cause people problems and kill their children, they said the, the only thing that was... um a defense against all the plagues that existed in the world 
was a high birth rate. You'd have five and six kids because some of your kids were not going to make it because of vaccines. And we have forgotten. This is the first generation that has had no uh, invisible enemy. I can't tell you how. They've already been taken care of. I can't tell you. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. I can't tell you how many times my father told me the origin story of Ben Stern and his first... The family lived in Europe. My grandparents had four children in Europe. Three of them died of common colds. They didn't have antibiotics. They would get ear infections. They would get this. One child lived. They'd go to America, and they started all over again. They had three more children. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and my father, when he was a little boy, got yellow fever. What was it called again? Was it yellow fever where all your skin or was sheds it and German measles? No, no, it was yellow no, fever, yellow I think. Fever? And they, yeah. Scarlet fever? Scarlet fever. Yeah. And the, you used to go to the hospital and die. His mother kept him home, put a quarantine sign on, and took care of him, and he survived somehow. A measles was identified in 1954. The vaccine didn't come about till 1963. So between 2000 and 2018, Global measles deaths were, were, you know, was crazy. Measles. We don't even think about. Let me tell you, Howard, I used to take care of children when I was in nursing who were living with the results of scarlet fever, you know, cause heart ailments and so forth. And so these people, even if they lived, a lot of them had issues that they, you know, were plagued by the rest of their lives. Yeah. So now, in the 2000s, because of the measles, measles vaccines, all the, all the death was decreased by like 73%. 23 million deaths, they, they figured, were prevented thanks to the vaccination. So like what Robin said, or the guy on Bill Maher, it, 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 we've become so coddled and so and comfortable. forgetful. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know history. We don't know what happened. And now we think vaccines are a choice. Yep. Because we live so germ and and disease-free for so long. Yep. Yeah. You used to have like 100 kids and hope two of them lived. We were like, um, you know, like litters we used to have to have. That's right. Litters of children. Because, you know, whenever, you know, we do a lot of animal rescue. They have litters and then like three of them die, but like two of them will live, you know? Yeah. That was like the take... way of preserving the population. You take like diphtheria. Diphtheria was a huge cause of illness, uh, mostly in children, death, death in children. And they brought out the vaccine in the 20, 1920 or something like that. And all of a sudden, the rates dropped dramatically. And, and now, between 2004 and 2008, no cases were recorded in the U.S. It's still out there in the air. If these idiots who stop taking vaccines and stop having their children vaccinated, a couple of them will bring back diphtheria and, will, and they'll die and they'll spread it. Anyway, say so. Listen to these assholes. Here's Tennessee pastor Greg L- Pastor. I, by the way, how do these guys get to be pastors? They I want to know if there's a pastor. That name. There's no right. such thing as pastor. That's like summa cum laude, but you get that from a university. This is pastor is something I give myself. Right. I think I'm a pastor. Yeah, Tennessee I decided pastor. I've been speaking to God, and now I'm a pastor. Tennessee pastor Greg Locke recently told his congregation, like he's got people going to see him. He will give anyone a religious exemption note so they can 
So they can sue their employer if their boss requires them to get a vaccine. Listen to this. I have not changed my stance. I haven't softened my stance. I have strengthened strictly my stance against the vaccine. It is not FDA approved. I don't care what Pfizer. I don't care what any of the four groups do out there. Look, if you think, all right, now we're going to jump into some realms. For me. If you think for one minute that those political elites actually got that vaccination, you are smoking meth in your mama's basement. <laughs> Bunch of fake liars is what they are. They didn't shoot nothing in their arm but a bunch of sugar water. Now, look, mm. I know some of you like, my goodness, what am I going to... My boss told me that if I don't get the vaccination, that I'm going to lose my job. I can write you a religious exemption, and we will sue their stinking pants off! There you we go, will sue. sue their pants off! They can't do... This is America, not China! This America! This is America. They can what keep does that their mean? stinking sheep shot. God, listen. We to the have anger. the right to be stupid in in China. You don't get anywhere if you're this stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's why China's beating our pants off. That's right. I mean, listen to what's going on out there. Can you believe this shit? And when Come they on. speak in that that you know yeah that like a voice. you. Where they're you, spitting and, and yeah. losing their minds. You, you can't really argue with the guy. <laughs> uh, this here is America. I have strengthened my stance. <laughs> His stance. He's a fucking moron. He has a stance. Good news for everyone in that church, though. Soon they'll get to meet God. Very soon. Very yeah. soon. Like, it's almost like if you get that vaccine, you're an asshole. Like, where did this come from? Um, Right-wing pastor Rick Wiles said on his True News Network, whatever that is, he would not take the vaccine because it was part of a global genocide plot. I am not going to be vaccinated. Mm, I join you in that. I'm going to be one of the survivors. I'm going to survive (laughs) the genocide. I am not going to allow the... uh, COVID mm. maniacs uh, to convince me to be vaccinated or vaccinate me against my will. I know what I'm reading. I know what I'm seeing. Mm. What there saying? is a mass death campaign underway right now. Wow. And I don't care what people they can. They can write any article they want to write about me. They, they can do everything they can to deplatform me. You would mm. I'm going to survive. A global genocide. Uh-huh. The only good thing that will come out of this is a lot of stupid people will be killed mm-hmm. off. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will. You're right about that. <laughs> I can't wait till it's you. Oh, he'll be, he'll be like this. I should have taken the vaccine. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, what is going on? Anti-science, these religious kooks who have no credentials, no nothing. And and he says he's reading something that tells him this. Anyway. Where's that information coming from? Well, about a month later, guess who got COVID? Him? Yeah. <laughs> he was hospitalized. He took some time off. And then about a week later, Rick came back on the air and blamed Chinese agents for giving him COVID. Oh, he, he, so he yes, got COVID. In China, they were listening to him. Right. <laughs> and he had to go to the hospital, no less. There is a medical mafia in this country 
Uh, By the way, listen how bad he sounds now after yeah. COVID. Yeah. Not he doesn't sound like he's got voice anymore. Yeah. There is a medical mafia in this country. Uh, I'm suggesting the CCP agents in America struck at me mm-hmm. because yeah. I am calling for Fauci to be arrested and interrogated. <laughs> arrested. The hero. Listen to me. I mean this with all my heart. If the China Communist Party is not stopped, most mm. Americans may be dead in the next five years. Think about what no. I just said. I will. A systematic genocidal plan to exterminate the American population over the next five years through a variety of biological weapons and vaccines. Wait a minute. To Wait the point a minute. That They're going to kill you with COVID any... or the thing that cures COVID? <laughs> One way or another, they'll kill you. <laughs> and by the way, if, if they're successful in getting Fauci in jail, I want to be in there with them and not out here with this guy. I, I want to be as far away from this guy as possible. Body remaining alive in the country. China is deliberately exterminating the American population for the purpose of migrating Hundreds of millions of Chinese settlers to North America. Wow. Well, there's a plot for a good movie. Anyway, so he got COVID at least. And really, you can tell it beat the shit out of him. He got smacked around pretty good. But he's still holding to his beliefs. Uh, You know, he got the COVID. It was the Chinese government that gave it to him. Because he's so special. And they delivered it to him personally. It gets really scary, too, when doctors spread bad information about the vaccine. There's this woman, Sherry Tenpenny. She's an osteopathic physician. What is that? Well, that's not a regular physician. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. um, People who believe in natural cures and, you know, naturopathic medicine and all. all Oh. She's an anti-vaccination activist. And spoke at the Ohio House Health Committee. She claimed the vaccine was causing people to be magnetized. Which magnetized? Is so cool. I haven't stuck to my refrigerator yet. <laughs> uh, you turn me into Magneto, I'll be a happy man. Then I can get rid of a lot of people. I would love I mean, it if I walked it? through the kitchen and got sucked into the refrigerator. <laughs> but listen to this. I mean, what is it that's actually being transmitted that's causing all of these things? Is it a combination of the protein, which now we're finding has a metal attached to it? I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the Internet of people who've had these shots, and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead. It sticks. They can put spoons Ah. and forks all over them, and they can stick. Because now we think that there's a metal piece to that. There's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface, yet to be defined, an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Not proven yet, but we're trying to figure out what is it that's being transmitted to these unvaccinated people. I can't even get 5G. How is it affecting everybody? I don't know, but this is what's going on. We're in a uh, country filled with people who think they're living in an X-Men comic. It's uh, that sounds yeah, like one of those things, a movie plot, you know, the conspiracy to get me and and not one fact. She goes, it's not proven yet. Proven right. what, he, that's where a, are these people who have forks stuck to them? Now, this Dr. Tenpenny advises the other great thinker, the my pillow guy, Mike Lindell. 
And this guy Lindell is so out of control. He was interviewed by the Right Side Broadcasting Network at CPAC this year. And this interview streamed on YouTube. When Lindell started, you know, spouting all kinds of bullshit, crazy vaccine theories, they had to mute his audio. They you muted mean him. They like, turned him down. Yeah, like like they actually had to turn him off because they're afraid of this fucking guy. These guys, I told one guy, said, if you get a vaccine, which is only 95% effective, they say, then they want you to do another one in six months and six months. Well, I'm telling you, when you get that, what do you care what someone else does? If that person wants to come to a mall and they don't want to get vaccine, this is our bodies. This is Mark of the Beast stuff, and I don't care. I'll just put it right out there. This is revelation. I mean, if they're going to make them do that over in Israel, and why do you think they went to Israel first? What? You know, that's kind of strange. This is weird, guys. Um, um, it actually started, the list started in Spain. Uh, it started in Spain, where Spain started putting people on this new world list. And I want to tell another thing here in the United States that happened on Inauguration Day. On Inauguration Day, the WHO and the CPC, they put a thing out now. Everyone's seen, oh, COVID's going down. The, the, the rates are going down. They're telling you wear a double mask and do all this other stuff. Let me tell you, that's now. Now, he's, now they turned him, him off. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Listen, he's out a long time. Super careful. I hate to do it. You know I love you, but due to YouTube's guidelines, we will get our whole platform shut down if okay, we talk okay, about okay. Um, vaccines. Vaccine. Well, this is over in Israel. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. What, you love the my pillow guy? That guy's just fucking nuts. Look, this um, was a crack addict, and now he's worried about what he puts in his body. But he does sound like a crack. You know, most crack addicts, they don't even stop to breathe. I mean, when this guy's talking, you can't even keep up with this bullshit. What are they, is, they hear? Israel, you just hear words. Yeah, like from Israel, around. they're doing this in Israel. They started the yeah. list in Spain. He's just throwing out names. And... I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. But it sounds why very Israel? urgent. He didn't answer the question. I was like, yeah, why Israel? He was All like, I know is Israel. you notice they started this in Israel. All I know is Israel is vaccinated and they don't have any COVID. You know? Here's Fish. He claims he has he had COVID and he can't get rid of the fucking thing. Hey, Fish, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Howard? Uh, yeah, I got COVID last year, uh, March 11th. I still remember the date, 2020. I was working. Uh, I worked for a healthcare company uh, out in Long Island, and um, I got it working in the uh, in a lab out in Long Island, all the way out in Suffolk County. And what happens is, I wound up going through five weeks of COVID um, ailments, not breathing, coughing. My back was hurting me from all, you know, from my lungs. Um, things got pretty bad for a little while. And uh, I was told by my hospital that I work at not to come out to the hospitals because they were, you know, it was really bad out there and they, they didn't want me to, you know, they wanted me to stay home. Um, I eventually got the uh, vaccination in December 2020. And I currently have uh, some, you know, I guess it's called long haulers symptoms, you know, breathing. I get, you know, my rapid uh, heartbeat, you know, every once in a while. So, you know, all these vaxxers, these anti-vaxxers, you know, they're let them all fucking die for all I give a shit. I could give a yeah. rat's ass. I'm they right there with they you. Don't take, they don't want to take it. Fuck them. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. done. I, I did my part. The only, you know, you know what the only problem is? We can't fully get back to our lives because they live among us, and now we have to sit there and worry because they're now coming up with a, uh, uh, these variants that will eventually outsmart the vaccine. So we're, we're stuck with these imbeciles. 
And that's the problem. I, you know, if they all drop dead tomorrow, we'd be fine. But uh, you got any forks yeah, I, or keys sticking to your body or uh, <laughs> anything metal sticking to your head? No, no, I'm perfectly fine. I, I honestly think that, you know, these, you know, they, you're right. They live among us. So every time you go anywhere, I went to the Islander game, you know, the uh, uh, playoff yeah. games, and it was a, you know, it was a full. We're talking fourteen thousand people there, and they right. had one section that was uh, that that was, uh, I guess, uh, uh, you know, non-vaccinated area, which was like a hundred people. But they right. think about it; they're you know, they're living with, they were there with me. So right. actually, you know, that's the problem. They should that... be more concerned. They should be they should be more concerned than I should be. I mean, you know what? If they want to take their uh, lives into their own hands, fuck them. I could give a rat's ass what goes on with them. And you know, by the way, no one at the Islanders games was wearing masks either. I mean, uh, I I didn't see anybody. It was an open um, situation. But you know what? They're treating these uh, non-vaccinated people like they used to treat smoking on a plane. Like you sit in those last two seats and you can smoke like it's not going all over the plane. Yeah, don't worry. You won't get affected by their smoke. They're in the last two seats. Yeah, okay, great. I'm in a tube with these people. Thanks, Fish. Um, oh, here, Sherry Tenpenny, the woman we were listening to, is a licensed physician in Ohio. She graduated cum laude from the Kirksville College of Osteopathic Medicine, osteopathic medicine in 1984. So, I don't know. You know, who Well, uh, you know that is. college. Isn't it like Harvard? Right. <laughs> It's 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 considered like Harvard, yeah. Um, anyway, the, the good news was the New York Times was reporting that Pfizer and Moderna vaccines set off a persistent immune reaction that may protect you against COVID for years. So I'm happy about that. I've, I've got the Moderna. Well, and don't I you also tell you, love the people who? Say Fauci made mistakes. He said this, yeah. then he changed. It was like, have you ever tried anything new? By the way, uh, have you Trump... ever had to handle anything that's brand new? You've never seen it before, and you're trying to figure out how to keep people alive while you figure out how to well, protect people from it. Those are the same people who vote for Trump, and Trump would go up there and go, "Yeah, we need to uh, put Clorox in your uh, blood, and we'll get." It. But that that doesn't bother them. When he makes no, a mistake, it's you okay. You say the dumbest thing, and it's yeah. as long as your name is Trump, you get away with it. Speaking of Trump, speaking of Trump, I think if we're lucky, I might have Trump on Zoom. Really? Um, yeah, Howard. He's, he's Howard, calling. can you hear me? Yeah. Hey. How Good you morning. How are you, Mr. President? Sure. Yeah. I like that, Mr. President. You're one of the good ones. You're keeping it. You're keeping the right name. You're keeping. Well, the right no, you name. just always call a president, Mr. President. I always really. I you didn't up. know that. Yeah. I, I wish yeah. I'd done that before. You didn't know that. Well, do no, you know, that's people... news to me. That's news to me. In my mind, but... I've always been president and always be president. Well, for, for Mr. President, it is a sign of respect for the office to call a former president, like for example, Jimmy Carter, or. Or President Bush, we still call him Mr. President. It's a sign. Of- I never called. I never called Obama president. I just called him Obama. That was it. Right. Barack. That was it. I never called him president. You never said to him, Mr. President. You would just no say, way. Barack. That guy. Barack. Come on. And never I noticed something else. You would you would mispronounce his name a little bit, like Barack. 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 Barack Hussein. Barack Hussein Obama. 
<laughs> Barry, you know the same part, right? Barry. Right. Barry. Hussein, you got right, though, right? Hussein. Barry, give me a break. Barry, come on. come on. When you went to the White House, I remember um, uh, President Obama invited you in. Did you, like, when he invited you in when the transition was happening, did you say to him, hey, Barack Hussein, did you say that? I dropped the Hussein. I just kept the Barack part. Oh, I thought you would have called him just Hussein and dropped the Barack part. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. What, it, was a very, it was a big day. It was a big day. I couldn't believe I was there. I was very excited. Well, how how are you doing now that you're not exactly the president? I mean, you're. Are you president. kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Just had a huge rally in Ohio. Unlike Joe Biden, by the way, who's doing an absolutely horrible job. It's been over a hundred, hundred twenty-five days. He hasn't blackmailed one country or fucked one porn star. Sad. It's weak. It's very weak yeah, for a well, president. Well, there's some of no us see that tweets, in- nothing. He, what is he nothing, doing? Nothing. And where's his <laughs> celebrity staffers? Who the hell's in the White House? I mean, where's his Spicer? Where's his Mooch? Amarosa. I mean, what does Biden have exactly? A bunch of nobodies with no indictments and plenty of experience. Who cares? Boring. You know, it is boring, but I do like boring out of a president. My problem with you is every day you were making horrible news. I mean, I've got to be honest. It was I'm, fun. I'm, it was fun. People loved it. They were very can engaged. I, can I say something to you on a personal level? Mm, sure. I, no. I, I got to be honest. I'm so tired of the politics with you. I miss, no. I'm going to be honest with you. You know what I miss? I miss the fun Trump who used to come on the show, mm, right, rate right. women. He had an opinion on everything in the news. I loved it. Do you think you and I just take me back to the Trump I love, the fun-loving Trump? Can we try something like that and and fuck oh, all the politics? I, yes. I would I would love that. I would love I love the old days. It was so much fun. We could right. talk about anything and none of this political crap. I could tell women they were way uglier than they really thought they were. It was a wonderful time. It was a See, wonderful that's, time. That, that's, that's what you're good at. Fuck politics. First of all, what's it like being back at Mar-a-Lago? Well, and where's great. Melania? Well, we got we're, a million. We're, 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 we're looking for her. We're looking for her. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's She's a missing. big place. Mar-a-Lago is a very, very big place, beautiful place. And I'm so happy to be out of the White House. What a Dump. Places filled with paintings of dead guys and their very ugly wives. Mary Todd was maybe a three. Maybe a three. You know what Mary I mean? Todd Lincoln was a three. Mary now Todd now you get And I mean, Lincoln was like a rock star at the time. So he should have been able to do a lot better than little stout uh, Mary Todd. Well, you're right. Lincoln, now we're talking about something fun. You probably, as president, had to walk by the portrait of Mary Todd. Mm. They had little pictures of uh, Mary Todd hanging around, I suppose, because she was oh, a no, first lady. Oh, no, these were big. These were big. These were horrifying paintings of very ugly women. Horrifying. Very ugly women. <laughs> and, 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 and you're right. Lincoln had a look. He had the beard. He had, he had the, the dark beard, hair. He had yeah. He had the mole, the straggly beard. Not an attractive guy. You have to admit, I'm the most attractive president in the history of presidents. It's well, true. I got to say... You know, you do sound happier, I'll tell you that. I do. Listen, I get to do all the fun parts of being president without being president. I do the rallies, shady fundraising, you know, the whole Melania thing, avoiding her. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. All right. Let's be. Now, I just want you to be the fun-loving Trump that I love. I'm going to mention some stuff in the news. I can do that. I would love to. You know what? Honestly, I would love to do that. Good. I'm going to mention stuff in the news. Mm-hmm. And you just give me first thought that comes to your head, okay? Have you All heard? Right. All right. Okay, here we go. Have you heard Megan 
and uh, Prince Harry had another baby. Yes, yes, I have, actually. And just between you and me, I hear this one is black, black, okay? Which is not a big deal, okay? I'm just saying. I'm not judging, but this one's, like, really, really black. Okay, <laughs> all right. That was your first thought. Okay. Hmm. Did you see that J-Lo and Ben Affleck got back together? You know what? I, I'm glad you're bringing this up because I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, Ben Affleck? He's Batman, okay? He can have any young hottie <laughs> in Hollywood that he wants, and he goes for this old Puerto Rican bag, Jenny from the block. Look, I'm into getting peed on by hookers, but dating women over 50, that's gross. That's just oh, gross. She's a beautiful <laughs> woman, though. You can't say that. Yeah, but can I mean, you imagine down there? It's probably like vagina jerky down there. You know what? I mean, and you with the Puerto Rican. I remember when you went to Puerto Rican, Puerto Rico when you were oh, president. You were so I disrespectful. I throwing paper towels. They loved yeah, it. Yeah, you were disrespectful. All right. I don't want to get into politics with you. I just want you. You're right. You're right. All right, right. What about Pride Month? Have you celebrated? You said you were a supporter of gay people. Well, you know, you know me, Howard. You, I'm very open-minded. I support them. I, it's not my thing. I've never been into that. You know, I love, I love the ladies, and you know that. But I'm not going to do something gay for Pride Month, like kiss a man or hug my son. Right. <laughs> um, all right. First thought again. Caitlyn Jenner's running for governor of California. Do you like her? I love Caitlyn. Everybody says, oh, Donald Trump, he hates the gays. But I fully endorse Caitlyn. She's a tall drink of Frankenstein monster. Plus, her <laughs> daughters are absolute knockouts. Knockouts. I'd like to take Caitlyn Jenner out and see if she uses that lip-plumping kit on her uh, downstairs lips, if you uh, know what I mean, if you know what I mean. I, I don't know what you mean, but okay, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to keep I doing I mean, her vagina, I mean, her vagina, her vagina lips, you know what I mean? Like the outside part of her pussy, you know, the flappy part, you know, I just want to make sure you got it, you know, because I'm very, I'm very subtle sometimes. I'm very subtle. People tell me I'm the most subtle president in the history of presidents. I got to say, Donald, I'm enjoying you now because we're not talking politics. Let's just do what you do best. This I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to mention fun. women. You rate them. Mm -hmm. Okay. You ready? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Bring them on. Bring them on. No one knows how to rate women like I rate women. Here we go. I'm just going to say names. You, you First thought. Mm. Angelina Jolie. Mm, you mean Skeletor Jolie? She's so bony the dog buried her by accident. I give her a two. A two. See, this is, yep. this is the Donald we love. Yes. Right. Yes. Princess Kate Middleton. Great face, great face, flat as a board. Plus, she shit out two kids. You know what they say, loose lips sink dicks. She's a three, even with the exchange rate. All right, this is what, wow. this is the Trump I love. Ready? Sophia mm. Vergara. Oh, God, great legs, great rack, but her eyebrows are bushier than your mom's pussy in the 70s. All right, this is it. Here we go. First thought when I say Mila Kunis. Uh, I gotta tell you, she looks like a biker chick who just took a sink shower before a drug test. You know what? I mean, she's hot. She's hot, but, but so is the Big Mac dump I just took. Oh, hold on one second. Ooh. Melania, Melania, get me a hot towel, sweetie. Okay. All right. You with me? Okay. Are you I'm in the not... bathroom while you're talking to us? <laughs> I could be. I could be. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Oh, God. Why do you bring her up? I mean, she looks like Elliot Page minus the strap on. She's a two. A two. All right. A two. That's <laughs> Elliot it. Page. Wow. Uh, well, you're rough. I mean, I you want I my like opinion? 
Uh, listen, oh, Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Come on, she's she's one of the most beautiful women on earth. All right, all right. Look, she went to Harvard. That's a huge turn off. I like him hot and dumb, just like Melania was twenty five years ago when she was a total smoke show. All right, this is honest. Okay, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Oh, the only African-American I'd kiss on the lips. And I mean that as a compliment. Eight. She's an eight. All right. There you go. Okay. What about... Isn't uh, she lucky? He's going to kiss her on the lips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. Imagine. She's probably already uh, all turned That's off. That's right. She's puckering up now. Mm. Yep. Katy Perry. Oh, you, you, you hit gold there. Huge tits. Crazy eyes, so you know she's wild in bed. Totally into threesomes because she even sang about it when she said, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Ten, ten, ten. All right, ten. there's a ten for Katy Perry. <laughs> Meghan Markle. All right, she's half black, but I'd still like to be a royal pain in her ass. If you know what I mean, I'll give her a five. A five? Wow. All right, all right, fine, fine. A five and a half, but the white half. Okay, happy now? You're sounding very racist. I don't like that. I, I, I must tell you that. All right, here's one I'm for you. I'm the least ready? racist person on the Zoom call. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gail Gadot, Wonder Woman. Gail Gadot, she is Wonder Woman. And I wonder why she's not gargling my balls. And a Jew, like <laughs> Ivanka. I give her an 11. Oh, Wow. An wow, 11. An 11. That's awesome. Mm. All right. Well, listen, you're doing great. Uh, you sound good. What about Kim Kardashian? Well, you know, I've met her, but honestly, she's been passed around more than a bowl of checks party mix at a Super Bowl party. Unfortunately, a minus two. Wow. You got to admit. Well, I thought you liked her. I do like her. I just, you know, we're rating people. We're rating people. Come on, and that's Robin. All serious stuff with prison reform. Who cares? Just talk about boobs. By the way, I, I you know, the, I got to tell you, Don, uh-oh, it's George Takei. He wants to confront oh. you. Oh, no. Howard, Howard, yes. how can you give this, uh, this reprobate such a platform? You know, his administration has ignited the flames of hate. Wait a second, wait a second. This is the Asian guy from Star Wars, right? <laughs> I have to be Asian American, yes, Japanese American. You know, living Japanese, Japanese. Room, was very frightful and hostile. You know, this is reminiscent of how we felt as Japanese Americans in the internment camps. You know, I am so glad the Trump administration is over because, Donald, you truly are a monstrous leviathan. Excuse me, excuse me, okay? All right, you people came over here uninvited and you made everything tiny, tiny, (laughs) tiny radios, tiny cars, tiny people. We didn't ask for that. We like big things. You see, Howard, he has to resort to uh, uh, stupid uh, stereotypes and jokes because Personal he attack. doesn't have a, a, a true message. He he doesn't know. I have a message for you. I have a message for you, George. You can come and work at Mar-a-Lago and make sushi. Sushi. You could do that because you're Japanese. You're a mega, <laughs> uh, a megalomaniac. You, you only care. I don't know what success. that is, but I like the way it sounds. You, well, you look- only care about success, but you're an absolute failure. How am I a failure? I'm on Team Kirk, all right? He had five wives and hates aliens. He's a good guy. 
Oh, <laughs> compared to uh, Bill Shatner, he's a saint. You know, even William Shatner's wig is better than yours. At least his wig looks like an animal from this planet. Howard, will you <laughs> tell him my hair is real? How many times do I have to go over this it, with this guy? George, it, it is real. I, I've, I've actually uh, seen it up close and touched it. It is real. See that? So zip it, General Sows. Nothing about this man is real. You know, uh... Howard, I, I don't want to spew hate all the time. I really don't. And I wait, 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 wait. George, I got to, Donald, to call George General Tso, uh, very mm -hmm. insulting, very insulting. It really well, is. Why? It's, it's, it's fantastic. I, I love, that's my favorite thing on the, on the you menu. Know, it's usually number two. You dishonored people. You dishonored the memory of the late great Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg by appointing Amy Conant Barrett to fill her seat on the Supreme Court. What am I supposed to do? She dropped dead. I got her for the spot. Well, she was a champion for uh, LGBTQ rights, and Coney Barrett is no advocate for same-sex marriage. Is that all you got on that one? Because you, you know, know you're fact, really you're sick of my song Title on that one. Nine protections for transgender Americans. You lost how me a transgender. You, how dare you support <laughs> this this vile woman? You know, you, you know, pushed Barrett to sit on the Supreme Court as fast as you could. Howard, I, I could. George, George, we were like, trying I to have a fun conversation with the president where we evaluate politics. Hold on, let me just be diplomatic for one moment. I understand about the internment camps and all those kind of things. George, let me offer you, as soon as I get back into office, reparations, free entrees at Panda Express for life. <laughs> you know, Howard, I, I, I'm, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to turn the tables here. I'm not oh. going to spew hate back uh, with him. I am going to choose love. Donald, I love your pasty white and orange skin. You're like a sweaty creamsicle. I oh. love mm. that you can barely walk down an incline. I love that you had to buy your wife. I love that you oh. eat fast food and haven't died from a heart attack. You see how you, you seem very love George. You seem very angry. You seem very angry. I guess because your your penis looks like a piece of rice. Okay, right, that's what I. Hey George, let me do an impression of you. Let me do an impression of you. Miss so boring. Miss so boring. Okay, uh, I like Mr. that one. President, you can play at this game, George. You know, you Nothing know. Listen to this man. You know, I can end this conversation right now, George. 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 Do me a favor. Knock. Knock. I, I, I don't, I believe to answer the door. I, I okay. Refuse. All right. You say, who's there? Who's there? Who's there? A pussy. Okay. Now go away. <laughs> you know, the female body is a beautiful thing. And the fact that you are, uh, you're, you're monstrosizing, uh, the female anatomy. Uh, now you're just making game. up words. Monstrosizing? Come on. Well, come on. By guys, way, guys, let me say something. Uh, the president's name. It's pronounced Barack Hussein Obama. Right. Really? Is that how you say it? Is that Barack how you say it? You know what I just Hussein realized? Obama. MAGA applies to you, George. MAGA applies to you. Making America you. gay always. Well, I would love that. Please endorse that slogan. Brad, let's make America gay again. I love it. <laughs> All right. Listen, uh, you know, listen, I don't like to hear... George getting attacked. Donald, you've been a good sport. I don't want to hear you I've guys. Been, I've been wonderful when he brings up all this political stuff, you know. I, I know. I is it, is there, George, is there fun, something? Fun. Is there is there a way to say something positive about the president so that we can yeah, end on a I, nice I note? So, uh, hmm. Since you like the orange so much, uh, uh, Mr. Donald Trump, 
Get ready for your orange jumpsuit because New York prosecutors are coming after you and your business organizations oh, for fraudulent cheat. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. Listen, you I, I'm going nice. to end it. I'm going to say something very nice. Now, George, I know that you love musicals because all gay people love the musicals. So I'm going to write one about your husband, and it's called Oklahomos. How's that? Ishikara Ishi Yamawai Dodekiru Yasashi Ogewawa Ganima Oreru. Wait a second. What are you doing, uh, George? Are you singing a, th- a song from Donald Trump would never experience? He would refuse to go see Allegiance, so I'm giving him a show right now. Oh, go ahead. Ishikara Ishi. He's actually, I have to admit, he's not a bad singer. He's not a bad singer. Would you ever go see George's play, Allegiance, about Japanese I would American? never see anything with, I would never see a play, but I would never see his play. Oh, right. <laughs> to go see Broadway, he's got well, more to see, of an open listen, mind than you. I wouldn't see Hamilton. I wouldn't see Hamilton. Hamilton wasn't black. All these people who don't like Puerto Rican and black. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. That's not real. That's not real. That's that's like a fantasy. What is real is you calling uh, coronavirus the China virus. That's detrimental. No, 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 no. I also call it the Kung flu. I also call it the Kung flu. Listen, you guys. I am sorry that it has really gotten down to a name-calling contest. I, you know, I do believe Mr. President George is trying to bring up some things of substance, but I invited you on here today with the idea that we just have for, fun. For fun, you know, for fun, for fun. Not all this internment camp crap and everything. And by the way, with the internment camps, I don't know why you're complaining. You get free government housing, free food, electricity, gas. I think that's a good deal. I you think it's a good jokes deal. jokes about this, but Asian hate crimes have increased 150 percent in 2020. Oh, well, uh, let me and 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 133 percent increase. And uh, listen, 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 listen. All the numbers under Trump have gone up, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. All right, look, nope, you guys, shame you guys, you. you support Brett Kavanaugh, and uh, and that was heinous. You know, I you gave okay. Guns a bad name. I, I, right. I thought you were having a heart attack or a stroke or something. That would have been All right, beautiful to end the call. Guys, I let can me do a hundred push-ups. You can barely make it down a staircase. <laughs> All right, you guys, I want to thank the president. So mean, uh, so mean. The, com- the gays are so catty, so catty. Um, thank you, uh, Mr. President, for coming on. Thank George, thank Yeah, and George, thank you. Uh, George, you want to promote anything? Mr. President, you want I'm to promote anything? I'm just going to do, uh, I got to let off steam and do some push-ups right here. One, two, three, four. What the hell is wrong with this guy? Hey, hey, listen, listen, since you're so active, if I give you a piece of flimsy wood, can you karate chop it in half? I, did, I, I think you just gave a great description of your own penis. Flimsy wood. He's <laughs> demented. Good job. Uh, I wonder if it's too late to deport him. Trump has fi- flimsy wood. <laughs> hey, Brad, start printing. He's <laughs> psychotic. He's an right, American guys. citizen. You can't deport him. I can deport right. anybody. I'll get rid of him. <laughs> all right. Are you going to run again? Uh, I don't want to get political with no, you. All right. No, 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 no. All right, 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 right. Now we'll save Thank that you. for when you come back from break, Howard, when you come back from break. Yeah, 17 months from now. Thank you. All right. Uh, that was George Takei and the former president, 
President Donald Trump in uh, in a heated argument, but we heard a lot, and we heard Trump uh, give uh, uh, Kim Kardashian a minus two. Uh, just to review, Charlize Theron got an eight. Uh, Katy Perry got a ten. And uh, Gal Gadot got a, I believe, a, an 11, 11, according to my notes here. Yeah. Some people did not do as well. Um, yeah, most people at the very beginning. J-Lo, he really. J-Lo, he hammered. I mean, that wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. I mean, uh, but he uh, did seem to endorse Caitlyn Jenner and said uh, she has huge blow-up pussy lips of some kind. Well, he uh, says he, he wants her to use some kind of kit on her lips to puff them up. <laughs> I didn't really follow that. <laughs> Fred, did we start playing? You were a disc jockey in Hartford with me. Didn't we start playing the Didn't we start playing the cars? Didn't they come out when I was the morning man at the WCCC in Hartford? Or was That's it before correct. I got there? That is correct, no. right? 1978. That's when the album right. came out. And you were okay. there in 78. Right. Thank you. That's what I thought. I think I know what it was. When Fred was playing that, it sounds like we're only hearing one speaker. Maybe. It's this, did, did you hear it? It was like boing, boing. Yeah, it was like, what's going on there? Yeah. It didn't sound like the original to me. Let me tell you, we did uh, hear from the fans. Uh, many people excited to hear Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, and Lisa Kudrow. They enjoyed it. They uh, uh, We got an avalanche of people who liked hearing them on the show. Uh, also, uh, Ronnie always generates a lot of mail whenever he's on, um, Wednesday show, we played some of Ronnie's asshole shaving tips. <laughs> the fans seem to get a kick out of them. Here's a couple of uh, notes. I am always a nervous wreck when shaving my asshole. Ronnie's tip of going against the grain really helped. Wow. Okay. Oh, <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. My wife licked my ass after I shaved it, according to Ronnie's asshole shaving tips, and she enjoyed it ten times more. Thanks, Rombo. How could a woman enjoy licking any dude's ass? Well, I ten times more doesn't mean, you know, it could yeah. be like she she actually hates it, but she hates it. <laughs> That's like... what I think. <laughs> Ronnie's asshole shaving tips are such a sensation. Ronnie recently returned to the recording studio to perform a new song about shaving his ass. I thought I'd play that for you this morning. Here it is. Here's Ronnie. What kind of things is she having? Wait a second. Where is it? Hmm. Hold on. I don't see it now. Hmm. Hmm. It's all over the place. Oh, okay. Got it. Here it is. This is Ronnie's song. I got some ass hair, so I'm shaving them down. The hairs are gray, but the dingle birds are brown. When Stephanie wants to pick me, I shave my ass and taint. Then she shoves in a dildo all the way to my prostate. I shave my little poop shoot and get fucked in my ass. I shave my little poop shoot and get fucked in my ass. Oh, oh yeah. Isn't that nice? Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. man. That's, um, oh. Shave my little poop shoot and get fucked in the ass song from uh, Ronnie. What does he carry the tune around in? A wheelbarrow? Yeah, uh, that was supposed <laughs> to be Little Deuce Coop. But... I know. I was like, you'd think he never heard the Beach Boys. Yeah. I mean, he has, he's tone deaf. <laughs> we even tried to, like, get a song from Ronnie's era. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, didn't help. 
Uh, we also took a walk down memory lane and analyzed Ronnie's unlikely rise to fame and look back at his crazy scores man days. Uh, I, I don't know how we got into it, Robin, but we had a conversation about we Ronnie. We go down that road, yes. Yeah. Uh, these people say the following, Vegas or New York, Ronnie will always be that old creepy perv that strippers pretend to respect. Howard, you are Frankenstein and Ronnie is your monster creation. <laughs> Another one, Ronnie reminds me of that movie Jurassic Park when the humans realized they were in over their heads after creating the dinosaurs. You created a monster and nothing can be done to stop it. Uh, speaking of monstrous behavior, our, our, our team unearthed more audio from our vast ar- archives of Ronnie doing what he does best, directing strippers and being a total perv. Here's uh, for your listening pleasure. If I can get this mouse to work. Mm. Let me see if I can get this. Okay, I'm struggling. Um, here it is for your pleasure. Ronnie being a total perv with the strippers. What kind of things is she having trouble throwing out? Like albums from old. Oh, what the fuck is going on today, Robin? I don't oh, know. Sorry. Okay, here we go. All right, let me have Mackenzie. Lose your dress. All right, put the shirt on. Come on. Okay. Lift the G-string on. What am I doing? I'm making it look hot. Okay, up on the wall. Up, <laughs> up on the wall? Up on the wall. Up on the, up on the couch. Turn around, look at me. Look at me. Put your ass up in the air. Smile. Stick your tongue out. Sexy. That's it. Nice. This is Fallon. We need you to lose your dress. Right now? Right now. Ready to start shooting pictures? Nice. There you go. Stick right there. Just like that. Get up on the couch. Flip your hair. Wild. Come on, baby. Come on. Turn it. Turn your head. Look at me. Look at me like you You want to fuck me. That's it. Now you girls are getting it. See, Fallon knows how to follow Fallon's lead. Come on. That's it. That's it. Don't be afraid to touch those tits. Those tits are nice, aren't they? Answer me. I'm talking to you. They're beautiful. Oh, good. No laughing. It's not a joke. Not one wow. please in that in that montage. I was gonna say, has he not heard other guys who sound like this? I mean, because usually that makes you not want to sound like one of them. Ronnie is convinced, and I mean convinced, that this gruff kind of angry um attitude of his is somehow winning him over with women, like, because he's in control. And, like, he's even said to me, you know, when I walk in there and I just tell him, put that bathing suit on like that. Lose the they, dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they start listening. And he thinks... But he He's, again, you've heard these kind of guys before on every porn tape no. you've ever played. Right. And you don't want to sound like them. Why no. is it in Ronnie's head that he does want to sound like Because Ronnie has no self-awareness, so he sees porn <laughs> and thinks it's reality. He's wow. why porn he's why porn needs to be outlawed. He can't <laughs> he can't figure it out. But he developed a person he or he had this personality and then he became empowered at these strip clubs and he, you know, carries on. Hey, take that off, put that on. Yeah, lose the dress, put on the G string. Turn around. Look at me like you want to fuck me. By the way, women are turned <laughs> off by this. Some men, too, but uh, especially the ladies. And if you remember, we had Carrie who uh, oh, yes. had enough. You remember Carrie? She had enough of Ronnie and his macho personality. If you missed it, here's a clip to remind you of who Carrie is, who called in and really gave it to Ronnie. I cannot stand that old fucking geezer. <laughs> you made him what he is today. 
You know, I hope Stephanie shoves a fucking couch up his ass with that smooth <laughs> ass. Get the fuck out of here with that. He don't deserve any of what you gave him. He's got a bad attitude for everything that's been given him. Go, go drive your bread truck, you fuck you. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question? Love the happy lady. The, the fans want more calls from uh, Carrie, the caller. Carrie, if you're out there, you're a big hit. Uh, Jeff Jarvis tweeted, Carrie is a keeper. This caller, Carrie, needs her own show. She's a real spitfire. Uh, this guy wrote, she sure as hell is funnier than Benji. Another call, another person wrote, oh, my God, that caller, Carrie, was the best. Please get her digits and have her on again. Have her on at least once a week. So a lot of people loved um, Ronnie. The only Ronnie update uh, that I have, which is interesting, Ron, the only thing that I've heard is that Ronnie is, of course, moving to Vegas very soon. I don't know the exact date. Sometime in July. Yeah. He's upset that I'm upset that he's moving to Vegas. He is? Yeah, I don't know why. Well, That's why would one. he think that you wouldn't be upset? Of course I'd be upset that he's moving to Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, I like the guy. I don't want him to move to Vegas. Right. I'm hoping he moves back. But, um, yeah, Ronnie's moving to Vegas. I heard he wants to see me before he leaves. That's not going to happen. I mean, I don't have time for that. <laughs> you can't I, make time for Ronnie. Well, I mean, I'm going to call Ronnie. But, I mean, I can call Ronnie anytime in Vegas. It's, for me, it's not like he's really... It'll be the same as if you're here. Yeah. If I see him, then will some kind of electronic device. <laughs> if I see him, it'll remind me that he's leaving. Right. If I'm, if I'm on the phone with him, it'll be the same. I won't even know he left. What do you say to him in this personal meeting? I don't know. It's going to get awfully fucking silly. <laughs> looks like Ronnie did. You know, you were going to throw him a farewell dinner. It looks yeah, like it happened yeah. without us. Because uh, I saw a picture on social media of Gary, John Hine, and a couple other staffers whose name escapes me right now. But um, because Robin they got and I don't. together? Yeah. And they're all sitting on a couch super close to each other. It's like, eh, you know, everybody's yeah, relaxed. They? Yeah. I don't know. Some restaurant. Where did this uh, reunion happen? I don't know. A big banquette. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and everybody had their arms wrapped around each other. And Well, they're all know. vaccinated. They're, they're yeah. going with that. I'm not that comfortable. Are you making contact with anybody? What do you mean? No. Like, did you hug your your daughter? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. Did you but, hug those people you had dinner with? No. But Beth did. No. No uh kiss on the cheek. No. No, 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 no. I um elbow bumped the guy uh-huh. and I waved to uh his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I said That's I'm afraid fun. of you. Uh, You're a big bag of germs. <laughs> yeah, thanks for inviting me. Goodbye. <laughs> Keep your distance. I'm, Ronnie, where was that um party they had for you john and gary uh my friend mike's <laughs> restaurant the one who passed away oh we're getting mellow ronnie yeah i was gonna say that's no i'm like just I, I just answered your question what do you mean you're getting mellow you want me to yell we're no, no, at just... my friend's restaurant no you i that's couldn't way. hear you you first of all you had your your head turned away from the microphone and i couldn't hear you i was adjusting right 
You know what? He's sitting in practically an empty room now with oh, just fuck Yeah, man. How, it, like everything is echoing here now. It's crazy. <laughs> so when are you moving? What's the date? When will you be gone? I don't have the exact date yet. We're I see. Waiting. We're waiting on a closing date on this house. And so everybody seemed very close to one another at this dinner. Everyone's comfortable, we had a huh? Very, very, very nice time. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I understand nice, that. Nice to see everybody. The only place I've seen these people was on Zoom, and it, it was really nice. And what did they have? Like a farewell dinner for you? Yeah, we had a dinner. It wasn't fair. You know, it was a dinner. You know, and uh, John, I counted. John, and, uh, John got me. Uh, I, I either it was John or John and Gary. Got me uh, a thermometer to hang outside my new house. <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but there were, what? I counted nine what? people in one booth, like one little crammed in booth. And I was like, oh, whoa. There was a booth and then there was a table attached to it. Yeah. Also. And there were nine people. Yeah, it was nine people. Right on top of each other. It looked like a, like, like, like literally piled on top of each other. Well, that was yeah. just for the photo, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, we were yeah. spread out a little more than that, but uh, no, we, we, but you really weren't distancing by any stretch of the imagination. It was no, the usual no, table no. gathering. We were, we were sitting at a dinner table all together. Yeah. Well, I'm going to call you, but I'm not fucking getting together with you. No offense. <laughs> what was your idea, Ronnie? You wanted to get together with him. What were you thinking? No, no. He I, did. He would, told I people, knew, dude, don't backpedal. I, I said it. Yes, dude. I said it. Okay. What am I, your girlfriend? I knew it, I knew it wouldn't happen. <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah, get lose that I fantasy. Say, I know I could say whatever the hell I want, but I know it's not going to happen. If you want to see me, you better be sitting in the front of a car. Yeah, no. And I should be staring at the back of your head. All the times you, you fucking stopped short and threw me forward. Now will you admit you were fucking around up there? No, I wasn't fucking yeah. around. He used, to, he used to have his road rage. And I'd be, you know, my head probably banging well, into the fucking... Yeah, road rage, yeah, but I wasn't doing it on purpose to you, no. Mm. Dude, when you're a professional driver, just relax. Yeah. You'll okay. get there. You, 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 tell, you tell me that after 30-something years in the city driving. Yeah. You do that. <laughs> well, Ronnie, what was your fantasy about this uh, get-together? There was no fantasy, was Robin. Happen? It was just like... No, I was. just wonder what you were thinking. Were you going to... Meet at a restaurant where you're going to go. No, no. I, I, I would have drove out to his house and said goodbye. Okay. You would have driven. You would have driven. Whatever. Well, no, he would have drove. <laughs> yeah, I would have I drove would've. out to his house. I would have <laughs> driven out to his house and said goodbye to him. Okay. Yeah. And how long would that go on for? You know what it is? I would do that, but I'd feel guilty like Ronnie just drove like two hours out to my house. Right. How long and do you then, have to entertain him now? Yeah. And, like, and then like, what's like, what do I have to do? Look you in the eye, and then what are we going to no, do? Like, no, like how I, long I would wanna, we talk? No, it's it's okay, dude. It's okay. I'll talk to you on the phone if you want. I won't I'll probably talk never to you see you again. If you want, I'll go. You're gonna go to, with you if you want. You're gonna go to Vegas and get heat stroke and die. I'm. Mean, this is it. I mean, when, whenever I saw you last, <laughs> no, you ought to want to see him if that's your feeling. You should uh, see him one more time. You want to not dying alive. I'm not dying of heat stroke. So I'll be you want to drive out and see me drive out, but I got five minutes. I mean, how long can we talk? It's what fine. are we going to talk yeah. about? I will Seriously. talk to you on the phone. It's you, fine. No, no, no. Do you want to do a drive no, by? No, no. Like, no. you just drive I, by I, and wave? God forbid, Would I, you I, mind I driving to... by and just waving? <laughs> and I can wave I, I back to you? Put, I don't want to put you out in any way. And... You're not putting I'll, me out. I'll just, I would like you know. to see you. No, it's okay. You don't want to see me. Now, now you don't want to see me. I get it, I get it. 
I did. I, would I, you I, Would you feel upset if you come out to see me and I put you on a five minute timer? No. 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 You're going to drive all the way out here and then be on a five minute timer. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ronnie. I don't want to. I mean, you going to start crying? Maybe. Who knows? Wow. I oh. don't know. I'm not putting up with that. Was there hugging at the dinner with John and Gary? And yes, there was. Oh. <laughs> Just trying to let you know what you're in for, Howard. I don't want to. I mean, no offense. I'm not hugging Ronnie. <laughs> I would if we didn't have COVID. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ever said Dude. anything that I wanted to come and see you? It's it's. Oh, don't mean, be such a fucking martyr. No, I'm glad you said it. Go see Robin. What's <laughs> <laughs> the matter? You don't want to see Robin? Yeah, I want to see Robin. You All killed right. that deal. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's not allowed. I got her in quarantine. I don't yeah, give a whole fuck. Plan to have a nice dinner together and. She's not allowed. That's right. And believe me, she's better off for it. Keeping her healthy. The rest of you are so selfish, putting Robin in an unhealthy situation. <laughs> Tried to drag me out. <laughs> I think, you know, I was talking about it. Beth, I said, I got a rumor that Ronnie wants to drive out and see me. And she goes, well, how's that going to work? I go, I don't know. I mean, does that mean he wants to, you know, if he's going to come out to my house, I want to have, you know, I make a lunch and stuff. And then like, but right. I, I'm so paranoid that I, I, I wouldn't be able to treat him right. But you went uh, and okay. saw other people for dinner. Yeah, and I wasn't that comfortable. <laughs> I get it, dude. I get it. I know. Well, what, I, I would like to see you before you leave, though. Well, you see these, you love those people more than you love Ronnie? Well, I'm just, tr well, yeah. I'm trying to, uh, I'm not that well, crazy listen, about listen. Ronnie. Stop it. Oh, uh, maybe you'll be more comfortable towards the end of the summer. Uh, I'll well, be back. Well, when he, well, how much time I, do I, I have to get? Go I have ahead. to come back. I have to come oh. back. Well, that's when I so, want to see you, when you come back. <laughs> I have okay, to come be back. happy. I have to come I have to come back at the end of August, so So let's make plans. All right. But I mean by plans, a 5 to 15 minute conversation. Okay. You all right with that? Yeah. I I'm, I'm not going to sit there all day with you. No, it's fine. That's all okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what am I going to do all day? I would sit there with you for a few minutes. Sure. Okay. All right. I mean, you see how well the uh, conversation's going now. Imagine it in person. <laughs> hey, Ron, how you doing? I'm doing good. Well, at least if I see you at the end of August, you can start telling me about the heat in Vegas and, and yeah, tell me right. how I'll, great I'll, I'll, it is. I'll be, a little more, I'll be a little more less uptight than I am now because I'm really like... I'm hot. Why are you uptight? It's just a lot of pressure with all this shit going on. What do you mean with moving? date. To move, you know, we got to give notice to the movers. I got to give notice to um, the car transporter who's going to take my cars out there. Uh, we have to make plane reservations to, you know, to go out right. there. But we can't do anything till we get a date. Till you get, get a date, yeah. Why don't you drive your own car? You love driving. No, nah, I'm not driving you, out there. No. no. Nice road trip, want, no? No. No. You don't want to what? Road rally. No, I, I, well, I gave that up, too. I was supposed to do that with Kurt this year, and I, I didn't do it because I had too much going on here. They guys had a great time, and they just they just finished it up. Well, let me ask you something. You sold the house. That pressure's off. You now well, have no, your new house. we haven't closed yet. That's waiting for the date. Oh. That's ruining everything up. Okay. And you, 
Well, don't let them dick around. You got a hot house there. I'm not. I'm not letting them dick around. It's all about paperwork and and backup because of COVID and uh, you know, so many people buying, selling houses now. It's it's just everything's so backed up. Oh, I see. So that is stressful, and so you don't know exactly when you're leaving, so you're stressed right. out. So I can't, I, I can't let anybody give anybody a date. Like, come and pick up my shit. Come and pick up right. my cars. You know, I need my cars while I'm still here. Right, of course. Well, you need one car, don't you? No, Stephanie needs her car. She's still. Oh. She's yeah, Robin. No. Work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she's <laughs> finishing up work this week. Her, Thursday's her last day of work. Uh huh. Um, oh wow. Wow. Uh, we just, you know. Does she have a new job in Vegas yet, or is she yes. waiting till? Actually, she she was on um, she was on a phone interview on Friday, and uh, whenever she wants to start, she can. And you and Stephanie have been arguing about packing because uh, this is the real rumor I heard. What? Ronnie's out of his fucking mind because it turns out Stephanie's got all books and shit and old pictures of boyfriends that she dated before Ronnie. And yeah, she ain't she throwing them. High school, you know. Yeah, that kind of shit. And Ronnie's all jealous. He wants her to. He wants He's her to throw him out. To that. Yeah. Well, no. You see, that, she's that taking now because I she's taking pictures of her ex boyfriend with her and packed them up. And Ronnie's like, "What the fuck?" Well, I mean, no, I kind of get it. She's had him the whole time, but just you know, I never knew she had him. So she's oh, really? packing. And we were. I started, you know, asking her. She has. She has tons of fucking books with a lot of them are medical books from work, you know, for work and stuff. But a lot of them is a bunch of bullshit. Um, like what? Get rid of, get rid of this shit. No, no, right. no. I don't know what kind of books they are, but, and, and then she has, she says she has these photo albums. I said, well, what's in them? And she goes, um, you know, pictures of old boyfriends and family and stuff like that. I go, whoa, pictures of who? And. <laughs> She goes, old boyfriends. I, I said, like, from when? She goes, you know, high school and her prom and all this kind of bullshit. So, and then I, you know, I got a little annoyed about it, but then I kind of let it go. And I talked to my shrink about it. And he says, what the hell are you worried about? Life goes on. If she wants to keep her memories, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, why do you think these guys, like, why does she need to see these guys? Like, do you think she's like, could she be like looking at that, and then 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 she goes and fucks you? No, I don't like, think that. <laughs> What's she doing looking at that? Like, what do you think? I don't going know. If she on even there? looks at it. I mean, this shit was covered in dust. I don't even know where you she got any it. pictures of old girlfriends. Well, here's what happened. Here's what happened. So, before I got married, I was engaged to some other chick, right? And. I had a picture of me. It was like an eight by 10. Like, I think my parents took it and had it blown up and shit. Um, and it was in my parents' house. And I, when I was going through shit, I found this picture. Obviously, right. I still had it. Um, and I, I showed it to her because I wanted to show her how different I looked then and everything. Yeah. I showed, I showed it to her. And then after I showed it to her, I ripped it up right in front of her and threw it in the garbage. Good for you. And she goes, and she goes, why'd you do that? Don't you want to save that? And that's how I found out about her. Oh. Uh, wow. And she, dude, she has cards, Valentine's Day, birthday cards, 
any kind of card, greeting card you can think of that she's received in her life. <laughs> it's like a thing. hoarder. It's like yeah, a hoarder. Yeah. That's what I called her. That's what I called her a hoarder. No, I'm not. I'm not a hoarder. Didn't your mother have that problem? Yeah, Ronnie's yeah, mom was, was a hoarder. My mother was fucked up like that. Forget about it. <laughs> but he had to go clean out her apartment. I, I never saw Ronnie more miserable. I mean, it was crazy. Like every paper bag from every shopping expedition was in his mother's apartment. Crazy. And I remember magazines from years and years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, tax papers uh, from oh. from 1950. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I found $10,000 in a drawer. Wow. <laughs> I And then I had to go through every, like she had these bags and purses and, and shit. So now I'm finding money and I'm going... I got to go through every one of these fucking things to find out. Right. And sure enough, dollar bills, change. I mean, forget it. And literally $10,000? I swear to God, ten grand. Wow. In a, fi- in a filing cabinet. Wow. Oh, like my you must God. Have buried, you forgot buried, that it was there. Buried under all kinds of papers. Yeah. Mm. Wow. In like, anyway. Like f- five different envelopes. Here's Ronnie being interviewed about uh, the situation with Stephanie and her ex-hillbilly boyfriend. Here you go. <laughs> what kind of things is she having trouble throwing out? Like albums from old boy with old boyfriends and shit. And she goes, well, what do you care? It's, it's, it's just pictures and it's from when I was, you know, younger. I'm sure she's probably got fucking cards from them too, you know, like birthday cards or Valentine's Day cards. It's, I think it's just stupid. I haven't seen this stuff, but I, I don't want to see it. I didn't even ask to see it. So, you know, maybe she's keeping, you know, when I fucking drop dead or something, she could always call him or something. I don't know. Then he started complaining that Stephanie's become too independent. Her old boyfriend still lives in fucking. He works as or some shit. Yeah, he, he made it big in the world. He was he was a, in a band or some shit. They thought they were going to be like the fucking Beatles, I guess, or something. And that That went real far. Old fucking hillbilly boyfriend fucking asshole. Do they still keep in touch? She says no, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So because she got to get was... to pack all that stuff up? Yeah. Yeah. I let her pack it. Because I talked to my shrink about it. And he goes, what are you worried about? Well, thank shrink God you got a shrink. The... Yeah. I'm the fuck down. His trust. I'll be honest with you, though. I mean, if I was, you know, moving and packing and stuff, and Beth had a whole cache of, like, old Valentine's cards and boyfriend's pictures and stuff, I mean, I guess... Well, I, I, mean, don't know, I don't know about the cards. That I don't right. know what they are. I never looked at them. You know, a lot of them are from me. I mean, we're together 14 years. A lot of them are from me, but there's a ton of them besides. Here, here's, the, here's, where, here's where Ronnie's complaining about Stephanie being too independent. Here you go. What if you threw out all of Stephanie's picture albums and stuff? Would she get pissed, do you think? Oh, yeah. I'd probably wind up throwing her out of the fucking house. Really? Yeah, because we'd wind up fucking probably breaking up. She's very independent, man. She's a very in- became even more and more independent as she got older. She's too independent for you? Lately, yeah. What are her independent thoughts? Just her in general with her fucking thinking and everything. How dare she think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't say... Stephanie's ex-boyfriend is on the phone, wants to say hello. Hey. <laughs> I got to tell you something, Howard. I got pics of Stephanie, too, and you should see them. Bent over, 
Yeah. Oh, All right. right, enough of that. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> you know what, Ronnie? Good for you with the shrink. What are you well, going to carry on? Well, wait a minute. On? I need to know. Are you still working with um, the hypnotist? Yes. yes. And yeah. can he help you with these these feelings about her independence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calms me down. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like King Kong. They have to, like, inject him with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> King of all blacks I, wants know. to say good morning. Hey, King, what's up? Great. Awesome. Yo, Ronnie, man, you got to put a stop to that shit, man. Fuck a, okay. fuck a, a therapist. Are you fucking crazy packing pictures of her boyfriends? You got to be kidding me, man. Ronnie, don't love, don't put up with that shit. You hear me? Ronnie, not Ronnie's not engaged. Ronnie's not answering. I heard you. No, no, Ronnie. Seriously, man, I ain't never on your side, and this might be the only oh, time I will. Sure. Yeah, but this time is if that's too much. That's that's an insult, and 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 you ripping up a picture of your girl. What the fuck you do that for? You a Why man. Not? All right, yeah, King of All Blacks, a very I, traditional. Why would, I, why would I want to save it? I it, it was buried in shit that I had, and uh, when I found it, I showed it to her, and that was it. I ripped it up right in front of her. Of course, because it means nothing to you now. Let's go yeah, to I Andy. Yeah, what I, you know, <laughs> she's ma- she's a married chick for years now, and got her own kids and everything. You know, I don't right. need it, but I just wanted to show it to her, and that was it. Andy, you're on the air in New York. Yeah, hey, Howard, big fan. Uh, I moved to Las Vegas 25 years ago, my first teaching job. It was 117 degrees when I walked off the plane. The soles of my shoes melted. It was so hot. Yeah, okay. Is that really true? Your shoes melted? The glue of my shoes melted. Oh, he's full of shit. The glue? The glue from your shoes melted? Yep. I believe him. No, I don't believe yeah, about it. How come that couldn't happen? I, Some cheap pieces of shit. shit I, was, I, was, I was running down the street, and yes. my soles just slid right off. It was so yeah, hot. Wow. Yeah, good. And you melted to the sidewalk, right? No, but people say 117 degrees. They say, oh, it's a dry heat. But you're still sticking your head into an oven. It's hot. Okay. Okay, so where do you live now, dude? I live in Buffalo, New York. Good. Yeah. Well, enjoy the blizzards. Enjoy everything. And I'll be thinking about you when I, I'm sitting in my pool. I, and, and you're I sitting buried under a fucking snowbank. Okay? Any day. Yeah, good. Well, enjoy it. Okay? I, right. I've enjoyed it for fucking 71 years. Okay? It's time. Goodbye. Uh, by the way, uh, Donald Trump thinks it's a good idea that you're moving to Vegas. Does he? Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Ronnie, I think it's a fantastic idea. Don't listen to these losers. All right. It's a fantastic town. Classiest hookers in the world. The cleanest hookers in the world. And by the way, by the way, no drought, no drought. Climate change is a hoax from China. All right. (laughs) Now, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Always keep the thermostat below 69. That's how I ensure Ivanka's nipples are always hard. Uh, listen, you, uh, you, you at least are positive. Most people have been very negative toward Ronnie, and I don't like it. But thank you. I well, think it's a smart that's, that, move. That's not true. That's not true. 
It's a smart move going to Las Vegas. And we have the tremendous Trump Hotel and Tower. You know, like I always say, if it's not a Trump Hotel, it's a dump hotel. And you can use the pool anytime, Ronnie. Anytime. Just swing by, jump in. It has the wettest water in all of Las Vegas. <laughs> water. <laughs> there you go. There's no water wetter. I won't, I won't, mel no water I wetter. won't melt there, I guess. You won't melt 90 there. And beautiful women at the uh, hotel. Ah, good. Today's forecast, 99 in the morning, 106 this afternoon. Right, that's so, not so bad. Not so bad. Ronnie, when you get there, call me. I'll get you all set up. You're going to love it. It's a beautiful town. I don't believe this idiot. His shoes are decomposing. It's I, stupid. I don't believe it. Believe me. By the way, uh, Vegas 10-day forecast. I'll give you the highs. 106, 102, 95, 101, 104, 106, 106, 108, 107, 107. So it sounds like uh, things are good. Another mild week. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. All right. If you don't like it there, will you admit it to me, or will you always like keep up a veneer of like... I'll admit it, but I'll, I'll, I'm not going to move back. Really? You'd be no. miserable and just stay there. I wouldn't be, I'm not going to be miserable. Mm. Vegas. All right. <laughs> Not going to be. You mean you would be like if you hate it, you'll stay there because you don't want everyone else to be right. No, because I'm move. never going to fucking move again. It, it, I'll never go through this shit again. Well, it's right like now. pregnant women when they're going through it, they're like, "I'll never do this again," and then they get pregnant again. If you hate it there, you yeah, make the it's effort. Worth and... moving if you really sure. hate it. I have no plans of ever moving back. Okay. Well, not right now. You, you, no. you, you, I mean, you're going through it. You're just going to sit there and melt to death. You're going to let the yep, sun have its right way with you. Sidewalk, just like <laughs> All right. You fry up like a piece of shriveled bacon. And then I'll just, just like. All right. Well, good luck to you. Fade down. into the sunset. I do want to see you, though. I'm, you know, now I feel guilty, so I will see you. No, don't feel, no please. Don't feel guilty. I, I right. when the guy asked me about it and I answered the question and, and that was it. There was no, nothing that had to be done, you know, didn't have right. to be done. I just said it. That's all. All right. Well, I would you like to, to see go you. Go have some tea or something. Yeah. Well, tea. you know, if you like, I said, if you want, when I get when I come back the end of August, yes. if you want to, I would like together, to see you. I'm okay. fond of you. I told you that. I know, and I'm very and I would fond like to of see you, you, and you know that too. Right. That's right. Now you get. By the way, upset. why are you upset? <laughs> no, I'm getting a little. You know, he's. Well, you should be. Though. Yeah. Stupid leaving me. You're crazy. Uh, not not because of that. No, it's oh. not because of that. What? No, it's just, you know, leaving people behind is not easy. You know? No, it's not. I told you that. I know. I don't like that you're leaving. Going all crazy. Vegas. You got all these I'm fantasies. Crazy. Crazy. Building hey, Kyle, houses. It's not like this is, this is something I haven't talked about for a long time. It's I know. But I didn't yeah, think you'd go. It's not, it's not yeah. been a thing that, uh, you know, I just at the spur of a mo spur of a moment said, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm picking up on moving to Vegas." All but right. we didn't That's believe you. We we never got prepared. Yeah, you never believed me. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't think a lot of listen. people believe me. Look, you can shave your ass in New York. Or you can shave your ass in Vegas. It's still uh, the you same. You better deal. shave your ass in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, you don't want your ass to chafe. Uh, well, no, you don't want your ball sticking to your leg either. No, you don't. That's a real bummer. All right, gang. Thank you, Ronnie, Robin, of course. And uh, you know what? We're going to be back tomorrow. We can't wait to see you. There's a lot I didn't get to, so we, we're going we're gonna to get on the air tomorrow and boom, right out of the box.
There's so much to get to. Lots to cover. So much to get. Lots to cover, and we will do it. Um, Thank you, and goodbye.